Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, welcome to episode 226 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, July 20th, 2016. My name is Dan Gorman, and the monkeys weren't about music, Marge. They were about rebellion, about political social upheaval. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons, and look at this fancy keychain I just got. Has a flashlight, stopwatch. I can do anything with this except fuck myself. <laughs> My name is Greg Legro, and what makes me look more like a doctor? Me playing saxophone or listening to saxophone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. We got tons of stuff to talk about this week. We are going to find out if busting makes you feel good or hunting makes you feel good because <laughs> we pitted the new Ghostbusters film uh, in theaters now against Ghost Hunters from Asylum available on dvd now we will uh talk about an album that was given to us as punishment uh by casey last week and then we will roll for movies next week and we will also get into some uh orange county corner freshly squeezed orange you glad aren't you glad it's the oc uh we go yeah (laughs) This this thing just keeps getting longer yeah um, where we will talk about an episode of The O.C. I watched it, and I'll tell these guys what happened in it. Okay. But first, go to iTunes, rate and review us, please. Uh, email us at info at modernsuperior.com. If you have any uh, thoughts or comments about the movies that we talk about or our opinions, please email them to us, info at modernsuperior.com, and uh, tell all your friends about us in real life, which well, Sarah did. Mm. On Twitter, Sarah said that she told a friend about us, uh-huh. specifically because of the OC Corner, oh. and that uh, this friend is now a fan, so thank oh. you so much. That's Yay. cool. Yeah. Friend? Fan? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yes. So thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. And also, uh, for any new fans that uh, we may have, uh, please go to nowmagazine.com yes. and uh, find the best of section. Go to the cityscape category, find best podcast, and vote for See You Next Wednesday. Yeah. Because we want to win. Yeah. I yeah, want totally. to be better than Canada Land. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're probably not, not better. We're not going to beat Canada Land. <laughs> that, that I would like to get in the, in the same column, though. Yeah. yeah. Let's, yeah. let's get close. Let's yeah. get us close. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Reader's Choice uh, on now. Go go vote for us, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, before we get to film roulette, let's talk about things we've been doing this week, what we've been watching, movie news, and more. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't write any movie news down. Well, I know there has been. I know some. why that is. Yeah, very little interesting. Okay. Yeah. 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 I know li- little bits and pieces here. I try. Yeah. I, so I did you write like whatever? Everybody see. Well, I mean, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, the new Rogue One footage. Yeah, the sizzle yes. reel. We should uh, talk about sizzle. that. Sizzle. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> good golly, does it sizzle? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So I guess what you watched the live stream of what was the official title of that? sort of day of news from Star Wars, right? Star, I think Nerd it was just called show. Star Wars Celebration <laughs> yeah. Day or, or uh, Life Day, I Jesus. think it might have been. Day, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ario Speedwagon was there for some reason. <laughs> yeah. mm. So was B. Arthur. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because um, I didn't even know that was happening, and then all of a sudden, like, all of the sites had somebody there reporting, like, yeah. you know, and all the all the people were on Twitter talking about it. Yeah, yeah, but, pretty dope. I watched the, uh, the big panel uh, yeah. where they had, like, Literally everybody in the cast. Mads Mickelson didn't feel like saying that much. Yeah, uh, so he's great. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Ben Mendelsohn was there, and yeah. he was talking about uh, some stuff. I'm so yeah. stoked about him in this movie. I haven't seen. He hasn't said a word in any. Not that anyone's really said much in these trailers, but his presence. The white, yeah, like, yeah. It's and overwhelming. Well, the the backstory and everything that he is, you know, um, in line with the Empire, like, yeah. or he's like a. a something some big thick commander or something like that in the empire but he's sort of at odds with darth vader mm-hmm. so there's gonna be you know yeah there's gonna be some <sighs> shit that goes down because oh, this is at a point too where darth vader is also sort of still trying to prove himself a little bit yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. like or, or he hasn't risen quite to the ranks right. yet um so yeah it's it's all just gonna be so fucking great and, and that so, footage was so good it's so good so and good. it gives you like a lot of the people were a little concerned with the first trailer they were like hey what's only humans going away yeah, yeah but now lots of droids yeah lots of very uh identifiable yeah uh, alien species that we are uh, familiar with a lot of familiar droids some, too. some that we're not familiar totally. with yeah. there's one little shot at the end of the uh, of the reel where there's like a guy like a little kitty cat guy yeah. who's oh, like a gun? gunner yeah and uh and that was amazing I, i'm like i already love that guy yeah and <laughs> his weird little laugh while shooting i was like that's so Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. The energy Definitely. of it, you know what I mean? And, and sure enough, you know, it's a lot of uh, practical makeup and, yep. and masks and stuff like that. Because I don't need the fucking lips to move all the time. Yeah. Um, and for the people who were like a little down on The Force Awakens and all this, you got to remember this was the palate cleanser in a lot yeah. of ways, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I, and particularly for people, for people our age, I feel like Force Awakens was very necessary casey and me our age in particular because some people grew up and like they were just kids when when the prequels happened they kind of just were ambivalent to the, yeah. either enjoyed them and now know that they suck or were just like oh whatever about them but they were it was such a uh, it, was, it was like a decade almost of gut punching d- distress yeah <laughs> of, of it's just like, come do so to get one that finally because it never felt like Star Wars yeah what was ever. that noise you just made come, come do. Do. I don't know I was emotionally falling apart yeah um, okay. it, that sounds like yeah but it was just an utter disappointment and confusion of it because nothing about it felt right ever yeah, and yeah. so yeah this is a little bit of retry but think, I don't give a shit man totally and and it, I, I think when people have those criticisms of the force awakens as somebody that loved the force awakens and didn't Mm. care about star wars before yeah i was like yeah like i get it i've seen a new hope and now i've seen force awakens and i totally understand that they're very similar yeah Yeah. structurally and thematic like i get it but i didn't like the first one and now i love this one (laughs) yeah and so maybe 
certain people in the Star Wars world would be like, how dare you? But it's like everybody got at least some kind of a palate cleanser. And if you did, like you said, and if you didn't like Force Awakens... At least Don't now worry. we have. <laughs> Don't worry, a new all it did door open has been door. opened. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> and for, the, for this, then this might yeah. be something truly remar- remarkable. Totally, yeah. and like I said on Facebook when I posted the 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 sizzle reel trailer, I was like, I've this is the first time I've ever felt that excitement for a Star Wars movie because yeah. I, I thought the Force Awakens looked great. Yeah, but then I then I finally saw it. And was like, oh, this is even better than great. Like, I just thought, okay, yeah, Star Wars, I'm not a fan, but I'll see it. It looks good. But now I kind of, I I felt when I watched that trailer, like when we watched the Force Awakens trailer and the teasers and stuff, and you guys were talking about like, oh my God, I saw it and I got so emotional and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. And I was, and as somebody outside of that, I was just thinking, yeah, look cool. (laughs) And now (laughs) this one, I kind of come like a step closer to that where I was thinking, holy shit, like my spine shivered at the end. Like I'm thinking like how amazing this looks and how excited I'm getting and yeah. I'm starting to feel like a kid again when you get excited for things yeah. And yeah. before the world crushes your hopes and dreams. Yeah. <laughs> and just feeling that for the first time was exciting. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you know what I like about Felicity Jones is that she doesn't feel like, you know, Ray kind of feels like a Luke Skywalker character. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, like there's, and they're sort of like mixing her in a little bit with like a little Han Solo as well. Sure. Um, Finn sort of feels like a new character. Yeah. You know, like a, like a new introduction to, to the to the world. Felicity Jones really does too. Yeah. Like she really feels like a new archetype in the, the, the Star Wars kind of universe. Yeah. And there's, so, she's so fucking badass. There's just all, there's just a couple little looks that she does. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, Oh my God, yeah. she's going to be so badass. She, well, yeah. She's a terrific actress. Yeah, yeah, really totally. amazing. So, um, are you guys? Uh, we had a bit of a talk about this in our thread, but no opening crawl, right? Uh, originally, I was like, uh, "Oh God, I don't like that." And then I tried to envision it with the opening crawl, and I was like, "Oh no, don't do that." Mm. So, so, and then we had no, a conversation it, about it. And Dan Gorman, you calmed me down on it a little bit. I was <laughs> like, "You know what? Okay, I'm good with yeah. it now." Yeah, I saw that conversation way later, and I was like. Good job, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because we've had all these movies that are about the, like, central plot that all had these, or at least the central world of the central plot or however Mm -hmm. you want to, non-extended universe or whatever. And now we're getting these, like, outside stories. I feel like it would be weird to start this movie with a crawl. Yeah. Yeah. And for people that, like see this movie they don't need to know the the whole story of the first no. movies because i'm sure the movie will bake it in somehow yeah yeah, yeah of course there's and then gonna be an explanation yeah. for it um or and, maybe and they'll also, be able to do something new that isn't a crawl but is something yeah, at the beginning of the something movie that like the anthology movies do yeah mm. uh, maybe it goes from side to side on the screen <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. interesting yeah, totally yeah. 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 So it's kind of exciting. Maybe all the wipes will make a noise. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, I kind of, after we had that conversation. (laughs) That's my nickname in high school, by the way. (laughs) Like, after we talked about it, I started to get kind of excited to be like, oh, we're going to see a new Star Wars movie that doesn't start the way every Star Wars movie is. They basically have free reign, open this movie however you want. It could be a cold open. It could be in media res. It It could be anything. It could be a dance number. Yeah. 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 They could just open it with a clip from Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) (laughs) Like a turbo (laughs) in that mop. Yeah. 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 Very cool, though. I'm just so excited. To see this movie, totally. Yeah. It's gonna I have be very uh, high hopes. Be bananas. Like, yeah, yeah. Balls. it's getting scary. <laughs> really intense. It's got to be great. Yeah, yeah. 
I like that they put in that stuff of like the behind the scenes and that sizzle reel with him talking about what it means. Like obviously everyone that like from him and JJ, they all talked about how scary and like bewildering it is to be in that (laughs) position. Obviously there's a lot of pressure on them, but it is cool to see that stuff. Yeah, man. Totally. Exciting. Very amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I want to jump maybe, let's say, from this kind of nostalgic thing yeah. to another nostalgic thing that everybody has been talking about. Okay. Um, and I think we have all seen at least some of it. The new Netflix show that we had been talking yes. about for a while. Yeah. Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger Things, yeah. I had um, seen all of it. Oh, wow. I was finished uh, the whole thing by <laughs> uh, like 5 p.m. on Saturday. I saw, I've seen the first episode. Okay. And I... Just watched episode six okay. before I came here because I w- I've just been needing to watch it. <laughs> right. yeah. I, uh, I had a very busy week, yeah, and I only got into it last night when I was wildly tired, yeah, and I just made it through that first episode. So this will be to see a spoiler-free discussion, right? Well, speak for yourself. I'm going to spoil everything. It, as yeah, we'll be we'll be spoiler free, but yeah, maybe it better some... fucking. Be. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy how at the end. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, yeah. So this is from the Duffer Brothers, um, amongst others. Yeah, me either. Until now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went on their IMDb and they had like one other like horror movie or something that I yeah, they, didn't see. They, they've written on a couple of things here and there. Yeah. Uh, there was one thing I recognized. There was a bunch of stuff I didn't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess they're they're really new uh, new guys. Totally. Um, and and so the show is seemingly like their their creation, but they do as TV shows do have a, a crew of writers and directors. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people writing on this. Yeah, show. and and really it's that like Sean Levy is, is yeah. uh, a real uh, hand in this thing. And yeah. like, there's a couple of uh, producers you could be like, oh, okay, yeah, those guys. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So we we got really excited about this because it seemed to be hitting on the Amblin thing, throwing back yeah. to a lot of eighties kind of uh movie cliches mm-hmm. or tropes and mm-hmm. And news has been really positive, and I've watched five episodes of it, and I can't say that I have no criticisms about it, but I can say that, uh, man, I have been enjoying this movie, this this show. Uh, I I really enjoyed most of it. Yeah. And the things that I'm disappointed in with it, I'm like, uh, all right. Yeah. Whatever. Like, there's fine. there's definitely, I, I think, shabby. there's definitely things it's about it that you'll be like, okay, you went that route, or whatever. Yeah. But I do... I, do. I loved the first episode. Oh, yeah. And and I've loved pretty much every episode. Yeah. Every episode has had things in it where I've thought, this is amazing. I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. And then you also feel like, okay, I know that this is just kind of like selling my nostalgia back to me. But yeah. I will say that... I think it's handled well. Yeah, as no, far as absolutely. Being, I think it's an homage to stuff as totally. opposed to a, uh, here you go. Yeah. Here's your stuff. And I think it gets a little on the nose. It does a little. Its, does uh, it? Well, with first its, episode, anyway. Yeah. I, well, yeah, like from, from the, there's a few things the like, beginning with the kids all playing uh, a role-playing game. I'm Dungeons like, and Dragons. Yeah, okay. Thing. There well, are that's se- really cute. It's yeah. like, it's a cute little homage to E.T. or whatever. There are and, things uh, that happen in the show that immediately you cannot escape to just be like, boom, movie. Boom, yeah, movie. But yeah, the thing, like, the thing about this show is what this show is doing is for me that that is so impressive mm-hmm. is as somebody that generally does kind of have an aversion to that, like were they in the eighties? Yeah, this this show is taking all of the different movies that you know we can tell it's touching upon, um, E. T. or or whatever. All and and, and taking There's a little. Uh... 
extra and the beast yeah. within and, and, the, and, and there's a little dream <laughs> just as scape. long as no uh, lady gives birth to a giant yeah. man covered in <laughs> strawberry jelly yeah, yeah. oh really <laughs> Then maybe don't keep watching. <laughs> yeah, and there's like dreamscape, and there's even some yeah. under the skin, oh and there's my. all these things that you're just like, oh, boom, there's and a there's reference. Some, uh, oh, yeah, uh, I, Beyond I, the Black Rainbow yep. kind of tone yeah. going on with some music in there. Definitely. Anyway. But yeah, what? Yeah, that, that, that's the thing with the music is that it's an interesting choice. The music is fucking cool. It's great. Uh, mm. But I will, it's, yeah. It's it's like. Um, We're getting to peak synthesizer. Yeah, like <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's. It doesn't too, match with 83. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> like it's too. Um, 2000s 1980s yeah. Do, yeah do you know what i mean yeah, like absolutely. It's, it's like to the drive soundtrack yeah. or or like where it's like the 80s tinged thing but it's still a very yeah. progressive sound oh, yeah man, i'm so glad you said that i totally forgot about something i watched and you just reminded me oh cool Thanks, what, Casey. was it drive <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, okay. no i mean just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get yeah. to it i'll get there yeah i so totally would have forgotten I, though i do oh, there you go. I think yeah. that this like the way that this show takes sort of the template of a modern television show because this show is structured very modern yeah and and has a lot of modern things about it and the way that the story unfolds with all of the side stories that are all tying together to this main plot line to take that kind of story structure of a modern television show and and say every you know cluster of characters in this fully like formed story arc is going to be its own pastiche of something. So, like, we have the kids, and that's E.T. or Goonies or whatever. And then we yeah. have the cop, and that's kind of like a detective thing. Yeah. And, you know, he's waking up in the first episode covered in beer cans like every 80s movie. And it's yeah. like... And like, then we have, like... I always have time Amazing. For <laughs> sure. Yeah. And, and then he's we ha- great. Yeah. Fucking, uh, that guy's a terrific yeah. actor. Yeah, yeah. I've and always then, liked him, and, and, and I like him in this type of role. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And there's, yeah, like, yeah. like, the monster stuff is, like, qu- kind of more of a modern look or almost and like there's a, even a little bit of, uh, of John Hughes... Uh, uh, stuff exactly with the coming with of the, age stuff yeah yeah with mm-hmm. the teenagers and, mm-hmm. my problem is um but, the the adults are for the most part pretty good yeah. Winona Ryder is awful she's I wouldn't say awful just awful oh, I like her I think she's pretty great anyway. I, I she I, she is a character who is I, I think it's more that her character is always at 11 but I think for a that while. there's a way to do that um, uh, and to play levels within that, that she is not playing. I think she's That's fucking yeah. going for it. And she feels like somebody who hasn't acted in a while and is like uh, over trying. But I, I found her very grating. Okay. Um, and and I, I don't like the teenagers very much, but the oh, kids are fucking The phenomenal. kids are great. I like the teenagers because the thing about like what you were saying with the you know modern 80s thing which there is some of that stuff here but the casting in this show is so good because the the bad teenager that she's dating isn't like oh we got zach efron and he's gonna pretend to try and be john like james yeah. spader in pink and pretty in pink it's not like our version of those mm. heartthrobs it's yeah that kid's kind of like you could make that actor be the nerdy guy too yeah it's just yeah. he's got well, enough I, of a swagger and the I found pot, that like really the hair interesting and i was like first of all why did they make his head so big <laughs> yeah that's the biggest head in the whole wide world <laughs> um but but yeah like i i was like the 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 character the teenager seem seems like they're trying to do something a little more um three-dimensional with them sometimes mm-hmm. but also sometimes there's just stock bullies and yeah. and stuff like that from the 80s so it seems like it's trying to have it every way yeah. and I, that doesn't always work no and i think that this the show does there are times in the show where they overstep and you think okay you took that 
part a bit too far and it now it's kind of overblown but i think for all of those you know moving parts that i was saying to work together so well in the structure of this kind of a show and i i think i think understating that is is like i don't want to do that like i want like i usually don't like this kind of stuff in terms of just showing me something that you've seen before and it'd be like remember you like that yeah. and this show i don't think does that enough to be a problem it does that once in a while yeah but... exactly it doesn't and it doesn't really get in the way yeah. it's just sometimes the story that's unfolding isn't very interesting mm. uh the things that are going on around it are interesting and the ways that people are reacting to to those things are interesting but the story itself sometimes and and I, I hate to say I've seen the whole thing now, and the way it ends is not very okay. interesting. Well, are we going into a season two kind of thing here? Or? Oh, absolutely. Okay, are, yeah. Right. I hope so. Because I, I, was, I, I was actually by by the middle of it, I was like, it would be cool if they made this an anthology thing, yeah. almost like a, uh, a, a a whole season's worth of uh, amazing stories. Yeah. yeah, you know, Stranger Things, the new kind of like mm-hmm. Amblin-y, uh yeah, anthology. Yeah, yeah. I'd be down thing. for that. But uh, but no, we're uh, we're sticking with this. Yeah. All right. Well, you know. We'll I, we I was I'm so far I got two more episodes to go I'm really happy with it yeah. I yeah. think this is yeah, I, I, this I is better than I expected episode one so yeah I think yeah. everybody is like I, I've seen so much love and yeah. so much like my sister and her boyfriends uh, like are watching and they they absolutely fucking love it can't yeah. get enough of it so and uh, the opening credits are fantastic yeah, really good oh and my god thing, every yeah. single time the yeah. fact that so like good. the first thing that happens is the Netflix like a Netflix original production or whatever comes up but the way the, the, the text comes up is it fades in from red to white and yeah. then the text goes away to red yeah. it's not just like white uh, fade in yeah, fade yeah. out I was like that's yeah. so everything's got a nice touch nice. to it and, yeah and, and the way like the, the title card for the episode comes, comes up, up and then it comes out and then you like go you, through you go it. into the scene yeah. it's fucking super dead every zone-y. time yeah it's, it's for sure oh, Oh, nice call. I, I love yeah. it so much. That and a bit of the uh, Night of the Creeps kind yeah. of really yeah. sliding yeah. together, right? Oh, Very I cool. love, I, like, oh, man, I, I could just have a podcast all about yeah. uh, title. Yeah, <laughs> title no, sequences. It's a great thing. It sets yeah. such a tone for what you're watching. Yeah. I, I'm really, I'm fairly uh, uh, shocked that more movies don't really use that yeah. anymore. Where, you know, the 90s started to dig into it a little bit again. But yeah, with Seven like, we, and everything. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and even that's a little... That's yeah. a bummer, though. Yeah. But when that happened, everybody was like, that's it, what we want now. Yeah, yeah I guess. Uh, but if you yeah, watch like a lot of older stuff, images. which a lot of it seemed like kitschy in the 90s, uh, but uh, like the older stuff, like I, uh, I rewatched Bullet not too long ago. Yeah. And that those opening credits totally. are fucking dynamite yeah. <laughs> dynamite they're so entertaining that's just like then they show and it's all the credits yeah. you know it's, it's the 60s right so it's like so right everything happens in the, in the, you know, they put everyone's name up there but it's fucking fascinating yeah. the whole time you know or i uh, love that yeah it's great and i don't know why that's not a thing like Definitely. spend some time on the fucking set the tone for your goddamn movie totally. and, and honestly i think i love uh what i love about stranger things i love it that much more because of the time because the title the title sequence draws me in yeah. to what it's trying like to, to okay it's gonna have this feel so when i'm watching just a regular scene kind of thing in the back of my mind there's cool glowy red letters going on so i'm like oh yeah that's very associated with for what's going sure on. yeah yeah totally mm-hmm. so if you haven't watched it what are you doing Live living under a rock yeah dummy. oh man you gotta yeah. get on there mm. so maybe uh, some of you are living under a rock and you've got a tv under there that's a you str- no excuse that's what a strange thing Casey. <laughs> yeah. yeah i've seen stranger, stranger things. things oh <laughs> 
Yeah, so what else have you guys been watching well, this week? speaking of living under a rock, yeah? maybe the name of that rock is Dwayne Johnson, oh. and you watched a movie with him called Central Intelligence, yeah. and your name's Greg. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, are you taking uh, Segway lessons? <laughs> <laughs> Until Dan's very good at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. I watched, yeah, on Dan's recommendation, I watched Central I Intelligence. It. With Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. And, uh, 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 well, I lost his name there. Kevin Hart. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, what a terrific movie. It's good, right? Hey, well, no, it's not a good movie, but no. it sure is a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, if you watch that movie as, like, expecting a good action comedy, you, you, you get disappointed, but... Yeah, the I action's the not great, of, there and the comedy none. is a little... It goes on a bit. Yeah, yeah. but it's just there. It's just so... Um, well, it is touching at times. It is, yeah. Uh, like, quite a bit. Yeah. And The Rock is just so good in it. Yeah. I feel bad that I still call him The Rock. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson is He's great. so, so good. He's apparently the world's highest paid actor now. Wow. No, I'm not surprised. That does not surprise yeah. me. No, no, but isn't that crazy? Like, yeah. what, what a rise from totally. uh, wrestling to that. Yeah. Um, well, you know, he's really something. Yeah. And he's just fantastic in The this. way he plays his character in the, like, I'm back and we go to the bar together scenes where oh, it's yeah. like he's still the nerd, but yeah. he's not anymore. Yeah. It's such a nice balance. Yeah, he really handles it well. Uh, he's got his shit together as yeah. a performer and actor. Definitely. Um so yeah, it's a uh, boy. I enjoyed that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's better than the sum of its parts I, for yeah. sure. Because again, you're, like you were saying, the action is not just, really anything like to look guns, at. It's like here's some fights. stuff that goes on here, and you know he's impressive enough that he yeah. sells subpar yeah. uh, choreography. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and then yeah, the interplay is great. I think this is probably the uh, Kevin Hart movie I've enjoyed the most. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Me too. His, his, I feel like the movies with him are just so fast and loose. Like, get him out. Yeah. Pump him out, pump him out. Uh, enough people will see them, and they do, because uh, yeah. he's very charming. But I feel like this is, I think, the best I've seen him yeah. in a film. He goes a little too far sometimes, but generally yeah. he's pretty funny. But he's yeah. got a character to play yeah. this time, or at least a, a story totally. behind a character yeah. a little bit more. Um, and his physicality is just always great. It's there. Yeah. You know, it's really, really there. And this definitely... Should have sequels totally because really you, you can that. imagine they, the next one's going to be oh this is the one yeah they've yeah. got really good chemistry yeah. and you can send that thing into all kinds of directions yeah. and not fucking worry about it man like get it, so I don't know I don't know if this movie was successful I think it was pretty successful. I think it was yeah. I yeah? think it did really I, well I, I for, sure for hope budget. so because yeah. I would love to see this Definitely. pairing again and this character from The Rock yeah. and also listen man. That public enemy T-shirt he has. Yeah, <laughs> I want that shirt so bad. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, yeah. It's probably pretty big. It's really big. <laughs> <laughs> but boy, is that a good shirt? Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I just uh, it was it's such fun. a treat of a movie. It's to just watch. nice. It's so nice. Like such a nice story about these friends and like yeah. the way like i said when i reviewed it like the way the movie opens with that like prank yeah you know you're like not in for the kind of movie that this could have been like just mean yeah. or just oh, like oh let's make sure. fun of him for yeah, being yeah, yeah. fat no, or, but it resonates yeah oh yeah like right from the start you get a little i got a little emotion i was like mm. oh man no <laughs> well because they make it real you yeah know? there is like some awkward cgi of like, definitely it, it doesn't look right yeah um fat that kind of stuff never fat does Dwayne johnson yeah it's just a little like bizarre looking yeah they just um, popped his face on somebody else but even that you kind of forget about that because it's just like wow this sucks yeah totally it's really bad and uh yeah i don't know i like and i love this sort of like the giant 
you know, muscular, good yes. at everything, fucking super spy who just thinks this little accountant is the coolest fucking guy he's ever seen <laughs> yeah. in his fucking and life. He's, yeah, it's like the Laurel and Hardy. It's the like yeah, the yeah. straight man. It does, the, it, yeah. And it doesn't get old. That yeah. kind of energy is really good. And their chemistry is fucking excellent. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, it's like it's a, it's a stupid story I don't care about. Yeah. Well, um, I got to get the USB stick or yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> Who gives a shit? And do the thing, and there you go. And a couple people pop up, and you go, hey, yeah. look at you here in this movie. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, and what's her? I don't know her name. Uh, she's a terrific uh, actress. Who uh, she was a, a love interest for Steve Carell in The Office, and she's popped up in a lot of stuff. Amy like, Ryan? Is it Amy Ryan? Is that her name? I don't know. I love Amy Ryan. Yeah. Uh, uh, she's like a blonde lady. Yes. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Amy Ryan. She's the best. Yeah. What a, yeah. What a terrific yeah. uh, actress she is. Yeah. She's very funny. Totally. She can very do convincing. so many things. Yeah. 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 Um, and she's great in this, and she—that's another where she's really rich too. So you have, yeah, a, you know, a, a nice support cast that totally. can come along for. I, I would really like another one of these movies because you yeah. could really do something. Definitely, there's a lot uh, uh, left on there's, the table. There. There's a lot riding on it though because that that is the kind of movie that oh you liked this let's crank it up to twelve yeah and then it could become the overkill sequel right you but could I think totally I think up. they wouldn't do that no no yeah. if, if they looked a little like I mean there's a nice. You got it. Like there's, you, there's acknowledgement of enough '80s stuff going on in this movie. If they leaned into, I don't, you don't go the full direction of yeah. this, but if they lean a little bit towards Lethal Weapon, yeah, definitely, totally, you really got something. Yeah, like and, add, add, get a little bit more budget, add a couple like pretty great action scenes. Yeah, but don't turn the movie into we're flying out of helicopters and shit. Like, yeah, you no, gotta no, no. have it's not the, the whole point that this movie works is because of the emotions and the Absolutely. characters. Yeah. Um, and I just, uh, without getting into it too much, there is some uh, 16 Candles love going yeah. on in this movie <laughs> that works a number of times yeah. and has a button on it that I was yeah. just like... Get the yeah. fuck out! Like it's I am a- picturing the end scene of <laughs> Sixteen Candles, but with Kevin Hart and the Rock, <laughs> and it's weirding me. It's, out. Uh, listen, there's some nice stuff. Yeah, uh, I yeah. If you want a like nice little mm-hmm. forget about your cares for a day movie, yeah, definitely this is the one. Yeah, totally. Um, and yeah, I I always enjoy Dwayne Johnson movies. I like fucking San Andreas. Apparently, they're making a sequel to that. That's weird. weird. It is weird. It's called <laughs> San Andreas Two. <laughs> <laughs> San Andreas again. Listen, man, I don't think that uh, another earthquake. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. We found um, another San Andreas, and yeah, that's yeah. having an earthquake. Uh, no. But like that movie, that's a stupid ass movie with a terrible idea, but it works. It's yeah, so committed, fucking entertaining. He's his, totally committed. His commitment yeah. is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it's really, and really it's, great. It, it, not only his commitment, but it's his enthusiasm for what he's doing is always infectious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they can find a uh, a Predator or a Terminator uh, quality movie for him to do, yeah, um, something that really clicks. Like he, uh, well, he's, he's working with Shane Black. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's something. Really, yeah, really, really, something really amazing something. is going to happen from like, that. It is amazing that he's so funny. Yeah, and he is terrifically funny and captivating, but again, so human. So he, I'm, I'm look. I'm waiting for the one that doesn't rely on his wit. I would yeah. like to see a little bit more, like, not a deadly serious. We uh, saw a little bit of that in Southland Tales. Yes. And, uh, and he, he wasn't he wasn't really even tested back then. No. And he wasn't phenomenal in that movie. No. But you, uh, but you saw a spark of something that I think yeah. trained. Yeah. He could really do yeah, something. You could, you the could Rundown get... is The Rock, right? Oh, yeah. That's a fun movie. That's a yeah. great yeah, movie. I like that's that movie. a fucking great movie. Yeah. 
Um, you know, but I think because he he might have well not might he definitely has the uh, more chops yeah as an actor than Schwarzenegger did yeah um but Schwarzenegger's just on this other level of like <laughs> and also he was uh, he was that in a very different time in yeah, yeah in a different kind of model of that whatever yeah. and like nothing's ever gonna take the place of fucking Arnie for me but, no no <laughs> but nothing ever will. he's got this capability of to maybe take that. The hope of that, anyway, and make yeah. like some, you know, Schwarzenegger's got a couple of perfect movies, you know, like Predator. I wouldn't change a thing about it, and I'll watch it many times for yeah. the rest of my life. Same thing with Terminator, Terminator Two, unfucking real. Yeah, I don't know if I've had a more thrilling and satisfying film experience since I went and saw Terminator Two for the first time. Like nothing's ever lived up to the hype so fully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In my, uh, you know, in, in my movie-going life, probably that was yeah. that's something else, you know. So, if he, if we can get one of those out of him, man, would that be something? Yeah, anyway, I digress. Totally. Um, Casey, do you have a good movie to to jump off there? I have a movie I watched, but it's an older one. It's not. Uh, I, was there anything that inspired you to uh, segue? Uh, I don't know that I've got a good segue. Okay. I didn't know I was I supposed I to come up with it. did one. Listen, and... they don't have to be good. You yeah. heard mine. I don't. Um, yeah, Lord knows place. mine aren't good. <laughs> okay. uh, the Rock. Well, I saw a movie that rocks. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yes, what are you sir. talking about? Yeah, great. Um, uh, okay. Well, in, in keeping with that, I'll talk about this movie. Uh-huh. Um, I saw probably one of my favorite new movies uh, well, not n- new. It's a couple of years old. And what I think now is Miles' favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Oh. I saw the movie uh, Beasts of the Southern Wild. Oh, oh, nice. Which I hadn't seen. No. Yeah, I still I haven't, haven't seen, seen that, that either. either. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. It's every step of the way. It's great. And uh, fucking have fun crying the whole time, you <laughs> bunch of assholes. It's, uh, yeah, that got a lot of buzz when it came out. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Little Girl was nominated for Best Actress. And uh, and crazily enough, she just plays a little girl. She plays a little girl in, you know, sort of crazy circumstances. Yeah. And she plays the reality of that. Yeah. But also, she plays it very subtly, and then, which causes a moment in the... Uh, in the movie to just absolutely fucking break your heart. Yeah. Um, uh, the the dude who plays her dad is... Uh, a, everyone in this movie is so fucking likable and great and believable in this sort of weirdly fantastical yet sort of gritty believable way. Oh, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. It is a fucking wonderful movie. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah, so watch Amazing. the shit out of that. All right. All right. uh, that's all I can say about that. Uh, sorry, just uh, another thing really quickly that you guys both watched, and I was really curious about because I'd heard really great things. You guys didn't like it very much or uh, had some critiques of it. I watched The Invitation. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, what did yeah. you think of The Invitation? Uh, I <laughs> liked its message. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's... Not a good movie. No, it isn't. <laughs> um, it's uh, 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 it tries for so many things that it, it does not succeed. No. First of all, it very much feels like a, um, a student film. 
Yes, right. It's very. I felt it was very amateurish, very yeah. clunky, absolutely. Very like, hmm, where are we doing this? Yes, we're doing this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the big payoff at the end, like, Ugh. okay, like it's it's a bunch of stuff that didn't really need to happen, and then it gets to a point. It's like, well, you could have made this movie in ten minutes. Yeah, yeah totally. uh-huh. it's a will they, won't it, they go this way? Like you're saying, well, yeah. will we do this? And then yeah, yeah, but yeah, because yeah, yeah, the whole movie you're thinking. Please have something else (laughs) other than what you want us to think it's not. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) because it's setting up for a big twist that it doesn't deliver. And then it just kind of and then you're just kind of like, okay, well, I get it. The thing is, I like the archetypes that they set up. John Carroll Lynch is great. And I like what he's supposed to represent. I like the other mysterious girl who shows up kind of thing. I like what she's supposed to represent to people who have gone through horribly traumatic things. Yeah, they are sort of um, emotional archetypes that are there uh, to play out and they play out um, in the way that they're supposed to. And I like the way the ways that people react to each other and everything. And I'm like, I get how you thought this was going to be a good idea. You just didn't execute anything very well. And the big twist at the end is like uh, really dumb. Really, I don't dumb? see no. Really I was. I I think that the movie ends with a but on a button that deserves a better movie because I like the idea of at the end of the movie it's like this is there's more going on here. Sure. I well, think I mean, if it was or anything where you can spread it out and you can get the fucking warehouse at the end of Raiders. Yeah, it's, you know, like you want that. Whoa, yeah, holy all this I, and, shit. And I just I like but the visual cue of it. With oh, like, okay, yeah, I, I agree. If I'll it, give if it was. On board with that. But if there was a, oh, if there was a no, more of a threat, yes. but there's no threat of no. that being, I agree. being a, a larger problem. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, guess what? It's a larger problem. But what? Yeah, it's right. like trying to blow my mind, but it's like, yeah. you didn't give me enough lead up to this big moment yeah. to blow my mind. Yeah. No, yeah, it's not. It's not very good. I was yeah. surprised at how much talk that movie was getting because to me, it yeah, just I don't felt get very, it at all. Like, I do. I, I could see how people would be like because there's things in it. Like there's little things like uh, the very very beginning. You know, he hits a coyote with his car, kind of thing, and and he has to deal with the emotional ramifications of that, yeah. and then leading into to what he eventually then has to deal with again. It, I, I see how conversationally this movie was a good idea, but then when they made it, yeah, uh, they they just. The, the elements were not strong enough. Yeah. And listen, very distracting how much that lead guy looks like Tom Hardy starring in a James Legro biopic. It's crazy. <laughs> biopic there. Uh, he's good. Uh, like, I, I think he's a good actor. No, he's a fine actor. Um, but and, yeah, he just looks like Tom Hardy dressed up like James Legro. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> This is really weird, and I could not get away from that. But at the same time, I wasn't really trying to pay that hard attention to anything because you don't have to. Yeah, like yeah. you do not have to. No, pay no, no, no. Once you once you know movie. the first scene, you could just skip to the end and be like, "Oh yeah." And okay. the funny thing yeah. is, the whole time I'm watching it, going like looking for the clues, kind of thing, so that the payoff is a real big payoff because because yeah. I'm like everything here is so subtle that there must be little things going on in the background that I'm not noticing yeah. that are like the big reveal. The thing, end, but it's yeah. like oh no nothing was going on ever <laughs> nothing yeah. was ever going on and then yeah. what you think was going to happen happened yes yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so sorry i should have said spoiler maybe before that but <laughs> no 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 because i this... wouldn't recommend this movie to anybody yeah. no no i just no, can't I... yeah i like some of the things it said um uh, uh, but uh but they really could have couched that in a much more clever movie oh yeah, yeah. No. It feels like a first draft of something. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. it does. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And a lot of the acting was bad too. Yeah, there's a lot of bad acting. On that. <laughs> 
Well, I'm going to jump off your previous movie. Mm-hmm. As uh, you said, uh, you great, come up with great a- movie that uh, it was sad as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk very, very quickly about a movie I watched. Um, this landed on my watch list uh, a while ago, and I finally got around to watching it. It's a movie from 1979 called Rich Kids. Oh, yeah. And it right. stars John Lithgow is in this movie, oh. amongst others. Uh, people that you might recognize, but no, no, like, huge names. Sure. Like, um, I think it might have even been a TV movie. I'm not 100% sure. But this is a movie about two kind of upper-class uh, children living in New York um, and, their, and their friends. It's a, a little girl and a little boy. And the little girl's parents are... Um, potentially going to be going through a divorce she thinks like are having rough a rough patch but they're trying to kind of hide it from her but she can she's she's already figured it out yeah and well her dad is uh john lithgow and then her her friend this kind of new friend of hers his parents have already been through a divorce and so the first like two-thirds of this movie are this kind of almost altman style dramedy like it has it, there's some quite funny things going on in this yeah, movie i feel like you called it altman light yeah at one point. but he produced well, it. he, he produced executive it, right? produced it um but for the first two-thirds of this movie it's for me it was one of the best movies about divorce i've ever seen because you huh. see everything from you see things from everybody's perspective but the way the children talk about it in this movie is so brilliant and the way they talk about it when they're not talking about it is brilliant like there's a whole thing in this movie about them talking about oh when your parents ask you to go somewhere like they're gonna say if they're gonna reveal to you that they're getting a divorce they'll be like let's take you somewhere that you love and he he's like having gone through this don't go somewhere you love like mcdonald's because now i can i can never eat a big mac again oh man and so mm. she like goes to she's like oh, if sorry that, i just thought about never being able to eat a big Mac. yeah yeah <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> and she's like oh well and i'll go to I'll, I'll go to a chinese food place i don't like chinese food and like the way they talk about it is so nonchalant but they're also talking about this big deal thing and it's fucking great and it's so sad and i just sat there and soaked in the sadness in the way that like i'm movie can have you do and yeah. just loved it by the yeah. sadness do you mean your own tears yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and it, it's great everybody in it is great and it eventually becomes kind of a farce at the end of the movie it's one of those like movies where everybody ends up in a, in a weird apartment at the end of the movie because the the kid the, the boy's dad is like this rich guy and so he has a really weird apartment with a crazy old projector and shit and a waterbed <laughs> like inserted into the floor so john lithgow's like falling on the waterbed hey but it's funny but it just it's a little bit of a letdown from the kind of emotional honesty of the beginning of the movie but if you like those kinds of weird 70s character studies uh but also have like a lot of funny moments um, but also deal with something like really real in a really real way. Rich Kids, nineteen seventy nine, definitely worth checking out. Yeah, I really like it. Dig. Yeah, it, 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 the two kids are really good in it, and it has this like really really cool uh, little vibe to it. Cool. So I was man. happy I watched that movie. Nice. Nice. What else? Well, maybe if you were like, I want to watch something from nineteen seventy nine, but that's not old enough for me. Okay, I'd say go to nineteen seventy eight and watch a movie that. Uh, <laughs> One more year. That drive owes a phenomenal amount to. The Driver? The Driver. Walter Hill's yeah. The Driver with Ryan O'Neill. I have been meaning to and watch Bruce that. Bruce Dern. Me too for yeah. like quite a some long time. time. And uh, let me tell you, man, that movie is fucking awesome. Uh, I'm putting yeah. it on the top of my list. Wow, is that a good movie. Yeah. Where did uh, you watch that on? Uh, I, on one of my televisions. 
<laughs> there you go. That is a great way to but, watch uh, a movie. But, uh, I thought it was a good idea. No, yeah. it's, it's not a Netflix thing. No, it no? is not. It's a little bit. Uh, it was a little frustrating to find initially. It's on YouTube, but in terrible quality. Don't watch that. Yeah. Do not watch that. Um, <clears throat> it's very torrentable. Uh, so uh, the first, the the opening of this film, the first like fifteen minutes, is very very exact. Yeah. To uh, drive. Uh, in fact, there's a great m- many scenes in Drive that I would say are just straight up homage to this film. Yeah, and I feel and like fun. there's even straight up homage, like the opening to Eight Million Ways to Die is like yeah. an overhead shot with the pink script light writing, yeah. oh, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, ju- yeah. that's that's yeah. the opening of Drive. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, man, it's a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Ryan O'Neill is fantastic. In yeah, it. Uh, Bruce Dern always fucking great, and it is a cool like. I was starting to think that the, it was going to go down uh, the same road as Thief. Okay. Um, which is a <laughs> fucking amazing one movie. Of the, one of the better movies you'll ever see. Uh, but it gets out of that. And it gets uh, it gets a little like... Uh, it maintains that energy a little bit, but it's more like a heisty movie okay. uh, than Thief becomes. Yeah. Thief is very character study. Totally, yeah. And then like how things fucking fall apart with bad decisions yeah <clears throat> um and this becomes a lot of like distraction and subterfuge there's a nice because the it, bruce turn is this cop who becomes obsessed with catching ryan o'neill who keeps yeah. getting off you know you never he's only known as the driver no names which is great and then he uh gets help from uh, uh from this girl to uh to 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 elude yeah and distract Bruce Dern and it's just how that works is fucking great and it's Walter Hill who just has such a great sense of um, I don't know uh, there's lightness but with really dark shit going on yeah. he's really good at that and the energy just stays up like a, a lot of movies from 78 or uh, you it know can be. like action like or thriller movies from that time period can have a little bit of a drag totally. and you have to kind of commit and this just allows you to enjoy the movie yeah. the, the entire time he just has a knack for pace and this is more in uh, in line with the tone of something like uh, <clears throat> uh, the the earlier work we're not getting into like 48 hours sort of yeah. vibe here this is a little okay. bit more like southern comfort oh man you know what I mean fuck that's a good movie. <laughs> if, if anyone's listening, though, any of the movies that we just mentioned in the last five minutes <laughs> you've never heard of, just watch them all. Watch Southern yeah, Government, watch A Million Ways to Die, watch The Driver, yeah, <laughs> watch yeah. Thief. Have, uh, a, have yourself a good weekend. Yeah, you have a great weekend. Yeah, Southern Comfort. That, that was when I first <laughs> I saw that. I love that like, movie. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah. When, how have I not seen this? <laughs> it was like fucking four years ago yeah. or something. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, uh, I still I still have that like it's on my in my queue ready to go. Yeah, but, uh, oh, never man. so the good. On it. What a flick! But yeah, dri- I think I like I think I like the driver better. Amazing! It's just boy, it's a really cool movie, man. It's yeah, cool as shit. I'm watching it. Yeah, very very good. So yeah, check that <laughs> shit out, man. Really Amazing. Yeah, Walter Hill. Walter mm. Hill, unsung director. Yep, couple flubs, but overall, yeah, he's got some. I think he's sung by film nerds. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think. I think he he gets his. There's a song or two. There's a song or two. Walter Hill. <laughs> He's a very good director. <laughs> Couple of misses. Yeah. <laughs> Skip bullet to the head. <laughs> um, no, come on. You gotta at least watch. Red it. Heat's never as good as you want it to yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. Um, all right. We're almost ready for film roulette. Is there any other uh, things that you guys want to wrap up? I got a couple of real quick things that I want to talk mm. about. First of all, Fire them off. Uh, I just accidentally opened up uh, IMDb, uh-huh. so I just accidentally found out that they're making another XXX movie. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad you said that, and that's really dumb. Is it Ice Cube again? No. Who's Back now? to Diesel? It's fucking Vin Diesel again. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay. It's called The Return of Xander Cage. Great. Oh, man. Finally. Yeah. Oh, um, listen. We've been waiting. <laughs> I was out. Uh, I don't even remember where I was. I was probably on the subway or something like that, and I saw some guy with the... the triple x tattoo in the back of the oh, neck. oh my god yeah. did you hit him i was just so uh, like alarmed and confused maybe and nothing else about the way he looked or dressed would really say triple x i'm triple x over here <laughs> would really say i make terrible decisions yeah. <laughs> like kind of casual wear maybe he like worked on the film yeah. yeah, and he was like, "We all a bunch of us, There's, a bunch of us grips got real did, drunk yeah. one that night." Was the, that, that was the uh, yeah. uh, end of shoot uh, yeah. uh, gift that everyone got. <laughs> you're getting a triple X tattoo, and you're getting yeah. a triple X tattoo. And everybody but four people were like, "No thanks." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I can't imagine how in what reality anyone's like, "Yes, sir." Yeah. This did is he, not a bad idea. Did he maybe just get the tattoo? Was it maybe like flash no. on the wall? You could point and pick out. Because I don't like, know. Triple X. It was, yeah, it, porn, it was all whatever. like it, it had that like aged look to it. Yeah, which I guess is better. I don't know if someone got one now. Like, oh, you're triple X. I don't. <laughs> I just saw this movie. How? No, well, tell me about it. Yeah, I don't know. He was like walking through a blockbuster one day and looked at the cover. He's like dynamite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. dynamite. I don't even have to see this movie. I'm getting that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> And it was anyway. when Blockbuster was floundering, so they had yeah, tattoos yeah. in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Pick a movie, yeah, we'll tattoo really it on something. you. I almost forgot about that. That's great. Well, so, new more triple, X. triple X. Yeah, so that's happening, so that's mm-hmm. weird. Uh, uh, real quick, I saw the yeah. movie uh, Mississippi Grind, oh, which is oh, uh, Ben, Mendelsohn. ben yeah. Mendelsohn and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That's um, a movie that they always show you on Netflix now, but because you... Like, I heard of it when it was coming out, and I think it played Tiff and stuff, but, like, yeah. it wasn't a movie that anyone ever really talked about right. after some people saw it, yeah, and yeah, so yeah, I yeah. just thought, that's that's gotta be a mediocre movie. Right. You can definitely see why. It's, uh... It looks it's like not... it lands somewhere in between Owning Mahoney and Rounders. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. my interest is waning. No, no, it's <laughs> not as boring as Owning Mahoney, and yeah. it's not as dumb as Rounders. <laughs> okay. It's a fine movie. Yeah. I feel like uh, I would it's... watch Rounders again if it was on TV or whatever. I'd be like, no, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie you you watch like I I don't regret that I watched it. It was yeah. a pretty good movie, and and Ryan Reynolds is, is like I'm like that's the best I've ever seen him. Yeah, and Ben Mendelsohn is fucking great as always. Um, there's a lot about it that's just like oh I don't like this, and like for the first little stretch of it, I was like, like for the first half hour, I was like I like this all right. And then I started to really not like it. Okay. Um, for for a so while. So it takes a turn. And then and then it takes another turn. And I'm like, oh no, I like this again. Okay. <laughs> so I I can't necessarily yeah. recommend it, but uh, there's something about movies like about casinos or gambling where even yeah. when they're mediocre, you d- I, I can kind of fuck with them. <laughs> this, one does, this one doesn't even have that vibe. Like, it okay. doesn't even have a lot of uh, exciting gambling or anything. Okay. Um, it's really just more about a friendship. Oh, okay. Uh, so... Huh. Um, so that makes me want to see it more now. Well, I'll yeah. see it and let me yeah. know if uh, I, I was like, ah, I didn't hate this. Okay. Um, 
And then uh, in in preparing for uh, today's film roulette movie, mm-hmm. I rewatched I, I rewatched Ghostbusters a while back, mm-hmm. so I rewatched Ghostbusters two. Um, oh, and, we did that for um, uh, for Time, Time Bandits. Bandits. Famously, yeah. and on you Time Bandits, I said argued. Yeah, I said Ghostbusters two is as good as Ghostbusters. Yeah, I think yeah. it may have even gone as far I don't know. as I don't know why better. you lied to people no, like that. I don't think it's better, <laughs> but I think I but I said it was as good. Yeah, and um, I stand by that. Do you? It's, Fucking I, great! I am more on your on your side of things, yeah. Because I'm of the thought, and I grew up watching Ghostbusters. I saw it from when I was a super little kid to mm-hmm. now. I've seen it a million times. I think if you step back from that movie objectively and watch it outside of just how much a part of it it is of us and culture and stuff, you're like, yeah, it's a shabby movie, but it's funny. It's it's really so funny. funny, and it's the so effects much are fun. fun. Uh, but and, like, and if you it's really pick through it, like scene by scene, and, and like plot it out on a chart, you'll be like, "Yeah, this is the movie that a bunch of sketch comedy people made. Yeah. It's a shabby little movie, but that's fine but it's fucking because awesome. There's, there's still so much imagination yeah. in it. The river of slime thing, the the slime is positively or negatively charged, mm-hmm. and it makes people do things. Uh, mm-hmm. Is is really fun and imaginative, and and I think it's the part of Dan Aykroyd that's. Uh, that that makes me kind of go, oh, yeah, I used to really like him. You know, mm-hmm. he's not just all nothing but trouble. Um, <laughs> and uh, He's uh, a little Celtic uh, pride. Too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, boy, yeah. that movie was really after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, you know what, it is so much fun. It's so sweet. And Bill Murray is fucking hilarious yeah. this is one of his funnier roles i think uh well obviously it's pete bankman so like it's a, it's a <laughs> yeah, role yeah. for both movies kind of yeah. thing but uh but he's he's so perfect and so charming in this movie uh man well, I, I, and, and peter mcnichol is, yeah. is very good in great. It. and listen i it ghostbusters 2 is fine i don't like hate it or anything like that but it's not in the same ballpark as the first one it's i just, think it, it i think it's is. pretty close i don't know about that. i think like like Ghostbusters is like a pop fly down the middle, and that's like a pop fly, but it's m- kind of a little bit closer to the foul line. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a movie that doesn't it doesn't try to be Ghostbusters. Like it doesn't try to be no, as epic uh, as the first one. It just yeah, no, tries sure. to be another fun Ghostbusters. It doesn't try story. and recreate the the same uh, yeah formula, which is you, you got to give them credit for that. And I do again. I don't think it's like a piece of shit yeah. or something. I just you know because uh, I just rewatched the original as well. Yeah. There's a lot of Ghostbusters going on this week, so I watched yeah. Ghostbusters. The original, again. Yeah. And uh, what I really took... I've seen it a fucking thousand oh, yeah. times. What I really took away from that that is really kind of amazing about it is I don't know if I've seen a comedian or comedic actor more in the fucking pocket than Bill Murray is in that yeah. movie. Yeah, Like, virtually everything he says and, like, more than 50% of his dialogue is improv, too. Yeah. Or at least uh, he's taken some liberty with the script. Yeah. It's just so note-perfect all of the time. Like that performance as Pete Venkman is such a fucking outrageous home run. It's mm-hmm. it's so it's the pr- like I mean he does the same thing in Stripes, not the same character, yeah. but like it, it's the same the same thing. It, you know, in, in Stripes it's a it's a different thing in Caddyshack, but it, he draws you into that character. But mm-hmm. like Pete Pete Venkman, I think is as close to Bill Murray the person I think so. as you get. Yeah, and and he plays that person. So fucking perfectly, yeah. and in Ghostbusters two, it's it's just the perfect continuation of that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a comfortable skin. But again, it's that's that perfect in the pocket. Like it's just I've not seen uh, yeah that yeah. many times. Crazy, yeah. really, really something. 
Um, and then finally, super, super quickly, I started watching uh, the um, documentary miniseries, The 80s. What's this? Uh, it's a documentary miniseries about the, the 80s. 80s? Yeah, it's oh, a yeah. decade before the 90s. Oh, uh, weird. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> That's weird. Um, it's uh, it's produced by Tom Hanks okay. and uh, some other partners. Is this on the his. flicks? Uh, it's not on the flicks. It's on Crave. Oh, fuck. Um, it's, uh, so it's, it's, you know, whatever. Uh, so it, each uh, episode is um, a, a different facet of the 80s That's kind cool. of thing. So I, I only watched two and a half uh, um, episodes, but the first two episodes were on uh, 80s TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm cool. like, this is really cool and everything, but I know all of this. Yeah. Like, you are not telling yeah. me anything new. Uh, the third episode is on uh, 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 Reagan's uh, yeah. administration, mm-hmm. and that is fucking fascinating. Cool. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, you know, when all that stuff was going on, I was a kid, and I didn't really know what was going on kind of thing. So to kind of revisit it and kind of go like, oh, like, he started out his, like, within the first hour of his presidency, those hostages were freed, and everyone was like, he's a hero! Yeah. Uh, you know, so like, uh, uh, so it starts with that, and then, you know, his his uh, administration, like his uh, his two terms in office, were, uh, were pretty tumultuous. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting, and it goes on, uh, you know, through like fashion and stuff like that. So mm. so far, uh, it's you know, it's no OJ. Sure. But <laughs> what it's, is? Uh, it's it's pretty fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Sweet. Um, yeah, it kind of sounds like that uh, movie that I watched. Um, NY seventy seven coolest year in hell was about like New York mm. in nineteen seventies kind of stuff right sounds cool i'm gonna i'd watch that there's one called the 70s too and i think i think i uh this is just like a whole uh series they're cool. doing so sweet i'm gonna go back to the 70s when somebody have to get crave hopefully by then the 90s will be ready to yeah yeah um are we ready then for film roulette nice. i think so all right let's go hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week we picked the new Ghostbusters film and the loser has to go see something shitty or something we have picked to thematically match the movie. This week, Asylum put out a mockbuster called Ghost Hunters. I had to watch that. Greg and Casey saw Ghostbusters, but the loser gets to give the winners an album to li- a list, an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Uh, Casey lost last week, and he gave us an album by KMFDM, 
and uh, we will talk about that. We will roll for movies next week, and that is how we play Film Roulette. So Ghostbusters 2016, mm-hmm. directed by Paul Feig, starring Melissa McCarthy, Kate McKinnon, Kristen Wiig, um, Leslie, Jones. Leslie Jones, Ed Begley Jr., mm-hmm. um, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hensworth, yeah, tons of people, uh, tons of cameos, and uh, this movie is said to follow a ghost invasion. Following a ghost invasion of Manhattan, paranormal enthusiasts Aaron Gilbert and Abby Yates, nuclear engineer Jillian Holtzman, and subway worker Patty Tolan band together to stop the otherworldly threat. Uh, Currently sitting at 60 out of 100 on Metascore uh, after 52 reviews. Um, this has been very, uh, very Ignored polarizing. Ignored by the internet. Uh, yeah, nobody talked about this movie. movie. <laughs> um, this is uh, Paul Figg's, uh, I guess, he has uh, collaborated a few times with Katie Dippold. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, basically, she co-wrote all of his big ones, like The Heat. Yeah. And, uh, Did she uh, uh, help with Spy, I feel like? Um I, yeah. I feel like she must have. It's yeah. been a She's bit great. of a team oh, here coming yeah. back again for yeah. Ghostbusters. And yeah, this is a uh, movie that everyone's been talking about, so we mm. have to dive in on it. Right. So I'm going to leave how you guys uh, approach this movie up to you because I haven't seen it yet. I'm right. going tomorrow. Right on. Um, but I <clears throat> I don't know. I'm leaving it up to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> how do you want to dive in? Um, well, let's review the motion picture. Oh, that's an excellent, oh, thanks, okay. excellent idea. Weird, but all right. Uh, yeah, well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll start. Yeah. I guess here. Um, so I went and saw this movie. Yeah, that is a remake of a childhood favorite of mine. Yeah, and uh, I thought it was pretty good. I had a real nice time. I yeah. laughed a lot. Uh, and the world didn't end. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and uh, then I went home and watched the original Ghostbusters, and, it's still and also, there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still, uh, still exists. Yeah, still exists. I uh, I had a, a similar experience, but a little bit different in yeah. that uh, I went uh, to the theater and I watched uh-huh. this movie, and I thought, uh, "Well, that's not a very good movie." Uh-huh. And then uh, uh, and, I, and and I went, "But wait a minute, I don't think this is all women everywhere's fault. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's not very good." Yeah. Yeah. Um, so well, uh, <clears throat> then I, I went home. Yeah. And uh, I forgot all about it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I liked it. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of funny things. There's some stuff in here. Yeah. I think I, I think I, uh, I, I think I liked it better than Ghostbusters 2. Oh, uh, nice. I certainly did. I'd have to rewatch, but on my initial sort of thoughts, yeah. I was like, wait, you know what? That was a very entertaining all the way. Yeah. Uh, there was a little bumps where I was like, all right, this is a little clunky. Yeah. <clears throat> I think but that's mo- that's modern comedy filmmaking. Yeah. You know, that was the thing I noticed the most about going watching this and then watching Ghostbusters 84 was storytelling yeah. and the art of direction. Ivan Reitman's Ivan Reitman's not a, uh, you know, uh genius of filmmaking necessarily. No. He's very good. He's got an eye for stuff, but it's just you can the the, the difference is immediate. Uh, in just the quality of visual storytelling and having a story arc. Yeah. And we are very much in the post-Apatow age of cut-and-paste pastiche stuff. Yeah. Like, what, improv the fuck a- out of it. It's Apatow. It's fucking uh, uh, Adam McKay. Yes. It's that kind of like, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. film 100 hours and yeah. cut it down yeah. to two when it should be an hour and 40. Yeah. And also, <clears throat> we're going to cut out huge parts that maybe were part of the story so that it's just going to feel like set pieces. We're going to go from this ghost to this ghost to this ghost. Yeah. And it's uh, uh, it's not engaging. This movie is not engaging. Uh, I don't know about that. I found... I felt very involved in it right away. I think it, it hits the ground very well. 
The opening yeah. is really nice. Uh, there's some like cute little jokes in there, and they did a great job, much like original Ghostbusters did, of giving you a sense of creepiness, like the ghost stuff. We're yeah. gonna try and like get at you every once in a while. Yeah, and I thought it was very. I, I liked the opening a lot. So, he, <clears throat> so I was down for it, and then these uh, four ladies are all. Well, they're all really funny, and I really <laughs> liked Leslie Jones in it. Uh, I I gotta say, I really liked uh, Leslie Jones. Um, I loved Kate McKinnon. Yeah, she was the only person in this entire movie, the only person who made choices. Yeah, I thought Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy were just boring. Like, uh, I, I I'm starting to see like I like Kristen Wiig when she does something a little more dramatic or whatever. I think that she can act. Yes, uh, I'm Melissa McCarthy is just wearing out her welcome for me. Uh, and then every once in a while, I'll see her in something like Spy, which was a Paul Feig movie, yeah. which was not a great movie, but it was, it was enjoyable funny. enough. Yeah. And she was uh, and she was enjoyable enough herself. Yeah. In this, I, I was just like, boy, you. You like like I feel like they were trying to scale her back and make her believable, but mm-hmm. in that as aspect, I don't think she has anything. I don't think she has anything to offer, and she certainly doesn't offer anything in this. Yeah. Um. Uh. I thought Bill. Uh, okay, so surprise. Bill Murray is a cameo, or or you know well, a larger cameo in this. Yeah. And they give him nothing to do. No, very little happens. Uh, all the do. cameos are just like there they are. Yeah. yeah. I thought Dan Aykroyd was funnier than uh, than Bill Murray. In this. Well, it was weird. a little. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I was just kind of like uh, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's like, and, well, I guess that's. Uh, I think you wrote that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, um, it was a little self congratulatory, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and also, there was like a whole. Uh, there was a whole scene, clearly cut out of this movie, because they just didn't want to do a dance number. At that point, they filmed and, and had and lead into this whole big oh, dance yeah, number yeah. Yeah. that they that does not that pay never off happens. because they were like, I guess they were cutting things for time and they were yeah. like, well, let's cut the dance number. But then we have this whole lead into the dance number and eh, whatever, just leave it in. I yeah, don't we'll care. Put it in the credits. Yeah. Like it's yeah. a shabby movie. Um, <laughs> and, and like the, the, the biggest thing this movie did for me, I was like, oh, Neil Casey is in this as the. You know, like a, a bigger role than than you know whatever. I thought that was kind of cool that he was mm-hmm. in there. But um, the only thing that, that this did was make Kate McKinnon a fucking hero. Yeah. Because with so very little, she made really solid choices yeah. that were genuinely not only funny but believable as a really weirdo character. Yeah, really fun character. She's just super fun to watch. Yeah, like uh, they gave her so little and she did so much. Yeah. Um. And yeah. I, you know what I. <laughs> The story of this movie is clumsy, and the editing is weird in a lot of scenes, uh, you know, and we're clearly missing parts, and I've just kind of learned to accept that of major comedies these days. Yeah. They're I, all like this. Yeah. And so I feel like it, I just in don't being want to. in that sea of this is what comedies yeah. are like now, I still like this more yeah. than a lot of other things. I did laugh super hard at a few parts. Uh, and Chris Hemsworth is just fucking hilarious. See, that's that's another thing. I thought he was awful too. Did you? I thought he was fucking so funny. I thought he had funny lines. Yeah. I thought he had a lot of. Uh, there was a lot of Katie Dippold in his character. Yeah. Like a lot of her kind of like funny, off the cuff, dumb, dumb, dumb person stuff. Yeah. Like he did she, a couple of she things she that were really just well. fucking great, and some of it was perfect delivery. See, that's the thing is, I didn't think his delivery was good. Some at of all. it was just so spot. I thought on, it but... was like a, a a dumb guy 
like a, a real life dumb guy mm-hmm. uh, delivering dumb guy um, uh, uh, dialogue when when a more adept um, comedian could have fucking nailed that part mm-hmm. and been endearing to the point where he wasn't endearing and part of the the plot is that they have to get him back on a thing. You see that in the, in the trailers. Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. Uh, and I was like, why? Why does anybody care about him? Mm-hmm. He's He's shitty. And and I don't understand. I'll give you that. That doesn't make any sense. Other it's, than somebody wants to fuck him. Writing. Yeah. Why does anybody want to save that guy? Yeah. Well, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> uh, I didn't really care because I wasn't there really to think too much. It was just like having a nice time. Some of the visuals were really cool. Yeah. Uh, I liked that they were like, "This is not a sequel. It's just we'll just kind of yeah redo our world here a little bit." Although, <clears throat> uh, oh yeah, but then we get the. The uh, post credit scene. Yeah, some, yeah. Which, so which I'm like, eh, fine. Whatever. I guess. Well, wait, just do your own thing. Leave it alone. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I just. But there's. It's hard to watch this movie and review it properly. Yeah. I, or or talk about it. Just like, hey, yeah, good. Yeah, it didn't suck. You yeah. know, check it out. It's it's uh, worth having a look at here and there. Because um, there's just so much going on with it. It's just so overwhelmingly sad and horrible. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw it today. Uh, yeah. The new Leslie Jones left. Twitter because of constant sexist and, and racist attacks upon her. Why? Yeah. Fucking why? Because Ghostbusters. And yeah. yeah. The thing no, that, no, that's not like, okay, I like, I, I realize you're just uh, explaining a yeah. good thing, but that, that's not, it's the dumbest that's fucking not thing in the good world. enough. Like, like, where are we? I don't know. And I, and to, and to the people who have such a major problem with this movie before ever seeing it or anything out there, like, listen, Paul Feig didn't, uh, steal your childhood yeah and a bunch of ladies being cast in this movie uh didn't put a stain on ghostbusters these people put a stain on ghostbusters yeah and there fucking is one now yeah on the fucking 1984 movie there's a fucking stink on that movie that will never go away yeah because of fucking closed-minded totally sexist fucking douchebags and it's just a fucking travesty. I, I, you know I saw fucking, somebody. It, 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 it's enraging. I'm yeah. gonna use my. I'm gonna use my ability to uh, uh, to, to to ignore things that that really uh, <laughs> uh, like at my core fucking make me hate. And and I'm going to not put that stain yeah. on the original Ghostbusters. No, I wouldn't want to watch be, it. Just but, to... I, but I know I know exactly what you're <laughs> yeah. saying. But I'm, I'm I'm gonna do everything that I can to not to separate because like, I I can't let those. Sad, sad yeah. people um, uh, 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 affect something like that. Yeah. I uh, for, for reasons that are well, they like, fucked up entirely because you know, yeah. the movie's not that bad, and uh, the thing that has gotten the, the, the that has the shade on it now is, is like the, the original of, fucking movie, or at least that's the what world this is. This is what it creates: the fans or the yeah. world of the idea of people really like these things because yeah. I, I was out of town this weekend in a smaller outside of Toronto town and. I saw this guy with his family and, uh, like, a dad with his two daughters or something, and he was wearing, like, a Ghostbusters t-shirt. Like, not, like, the vintage logo, but an yeah. old, like, kind of throwback kind of t-shirt. Yeah. And then, like, his daughters had, like, Marvel shirts on or something, and 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 Emma and I and Emma's sister were like, oh, Ghostbusters, like, yeah, man, Ghostbusters is the bomb. Fuck, man, I love yeah. that movie. Oh, you're going to go see the new one? And he didn't say anything. He was just like, oh, yeah, oh, is that out? Oh, man, like, I didn't know or whatever. And just, like, even before I talked to him, I was like, do I ask him if he's going to see it? Cause because what yeah. what am I entering into? You're entering yeah. into some like weird political mind. Like, like ten years ago, I would have been like, "Fucking Ghostbusters, give me a hug!" Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You would <laughs> yeah, be like, yeah. "Awesome, we share something." And yeah. now it's more thinking like, 
what do we share? And are you like me? Are you open-minded? Uh, am I going to have to approach this cautiously? The fucked up thing is that it that it it, it ha- like the, the enlightened people are the people who don't have a problem with a movie existing. Yeah, yeah. it's not that's not enlightenment. Like the the, the fact that that you know uh, four women are are. are you know, top lining a movie, it's not enlightened to to think that that's great or to be on board with that. And uh, I think that there's a weird uh, other side to it too, where people are like, "No, no, this new Ghostbusters is the best movie ever." Blah blah blah. Because, and, and like I said, like I, I did not think it was a good movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Like with the way I judge movies, this wasn't a good movie. But it's a great movie that. It, it's great that it exists because yeah. they do very little to go. This movie doesn't go. Whoa, whoa, what? Women? No, Ghostbusters. This movie just goes. Oh, these women um, uh, studied the paranormal and then got caught up in this Ghostbusters thing. Yeah. So, so these are the people so who are fucking doing <laughs> yeah. it. You know, and that's pretty cool. So if this goes somewhere to, to make that just a thing. You, you know, like where you don't have to explain that it's women, yeah. then fucking dope. I'm on board with it. This movie just happens to not be very good, but again, it's not women's fault. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so, so yeah, but I don't know, man. I, I fucking hate the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I fucking hate yeah, the world. It's the yeah. worst. I, I hate, I people hate. People are the worst. <laughs> people, people, like, black people are getting shot uh, by the police every fucking day. Every day, yeah. people are driving massive uh, uh, fucking trucks into crowds full of people targeting families. Yeah, uh, and, and I don't know, like shit like this was happening, you know, for ages and ages and ages. Maybe it's just a lot more uh, prevalent now because we have the internet that's telling us that the world is a terrible, terrible place. Yeah, you know, inundating us with that information. But <laughs> man, I, I don't know. You can't go and see a movie without without a bunch of fucking turds getting upset about it. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking turds, man. Like <laughs> j- just bo- bottom feeder, bottom yeah. of the barrel human beings. If you're some turd who's mad about women starring in movies. Uh, I hope you die alone. Like seriously, you stupid I, piece of shit. I bet we don't have a lot of listeners. <laughs> no, I'm who, certain um, we don't. Because I'd we, be we, we champion did. women's rights, like all, which is fucking the term women's rights is fucking ridiculous. It's people's rights. Uh-huh. Uh, we 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 champion women's rights here. Um, so yeah, probably you know the majority of our listeners are, are on board with us. Sure, but if we you have pretty to smart us, listeners, yeah. yeah. If this you listen to us and you guys. don't feel like that, if you feel like this movie was an abomination, yeah. stop listening to us. Yeah, we don't want you. No. Kill yourself, maybe, but, uh, <laughs> but we don't want you. Yeah, man. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> my uh, my soapbox got real high. That's all right. There. You need a minute, buddy. You okay? <laughs> I just—it makes me so fucking sad. Yeah, I know. It's really upsetting because I don't want—I want my little girl to grow up yeah. in that world where, with that picture of Kristen Wiig and that little girl looking at her, yeah. going like, "She's a Ghostbuster." Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want my little girl. to I grow will up say, in that world. Le- I will say, maybe don't kill yourself, but yeah. maybe have a discussion with somebody. And yeah, don't you, you, don't you have a turn problem. don't turn discussions into mud flinging from two extremes. Like if you have a problem with Ghostbusters and you have friends that don't, or or you're discussing with somebody who doesn't on the internet, like let's take a step back from silly things like movies 
that are ultimately our art, but are ultimately yeah. in the grand scheme of escapism. the world, a fun yeah. escapism yeah. thing, and 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 try and see things from other people's perspective because I, I i and not to get on a soapbox but i i read this article and i can't yeah, remember what it was don't. called but there there was this article that was sort of talking about you know everybody just turns into arguments these days and like instead of if somebody has an opinion instead of trying to like shout them down until you convince them that you're right and they're wrong try and think about why they think are right and it just went on a bit, and it wasn't like the best article in the world but i was like yeah like but i, it, I right? should be we should be thinking about these things of not not as you're wrong and so therefore you know you're the worst person in the world which is fun to do <laughs> but well, it's but I also think but you feel yeah. because like even even talking about how those people should kill yeah. themselves, which I don't think anybody should fucking kill themselves, especially over a Ghostbusters yeah, movie. Yeah. But, but but to have that conversation about like okay, well, why do you feel that way? Why what have has your life brought you to the point where you feel this way? And let's have a discussion about it. You don't have to fucking change the world with your arguments or whatever. But it is like. Let's remember that these are movies and they should yeah. be fun. And if they're not fun and somebody says that they're the worst thing in the world, like, let's just celebrate the fun stuff. And I well, don't know. Well, that's it, man. <laughs> and, like, it's just, you know, when when news of this came out, I didn't want another Ghostbusters yeah. movie because I'm like, don't do that. I don't want, I don't like remakes because yeah. they're never really very good. Uh, you know, and there's all the talk of the, the escape from New York. And I'm like, no, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. But part of it's because we had this, like, we, we cherish these movies. Because, you you know, like, 77 to 87 is this uh, pop culture creative bonanza. Yeah. It's fucking bonkers how many fucking things came out in 10 years that shaped a bunch of, made a, a whole generation of movie lovers. And, and like, and, and love for um, that kind of imagery and marketing uh that has lasted our entire lives you know so it's like a uh, it's a sensitive area we kind of feel like it was ours and we want that again but not the same thing and i and i when there's remakes coming out of of movies like the karate kid or uh the thing or whatever the fuck you know it's an endless list i'm like nah don't like make something else yeah i don't want that again with different people i want something new that you know is is uh, as creative as that or inspiring as that or as weird as that or as terribly just, awesome as but that but it just it makes more financial sense to okay. sell to sell a new fran- or an old franchise to not only a no, new I, group of kids listen. but also to their parents who are like i remember the first one yeah, let's yeah, see yeah. how this it doesn't no, matter I if they it. like I it understand or anything why no, no, it happens know, over but, and over but I mean, but, th- so, but, that's why it's never gonna. It's never yeah, gonna it'll change. never go yeah, away, yeah, yeah. right? Listen, that's they, never going. And away. they keep remaking movies that I care about. And uh, listen, <laughs> everything's fine, man. Yeah, but they've been, remake- <laughs> they've been remaking the same movies since the you know beginning the, of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beginning this of movies. New thing. No, so uh, I mean, it's more now, but it's uh, fine. And little little fun, cute, great movies slip in here and there, and and we're lucky to have them kind of thing. I don't know. I I don't have so much of a problem with this whole remake. Uh, I have uh, less of a problem than i used to um uh, thing it's just yeah, yeah let's let's calm the fuck down well yeah. yeah i have less of a problem because so many of them have happened and there's been little no consequence in my i life. know well when you mentioned karate kid even that it's like when the karate kid remake happened i don't remember i guess we weren't so fully indebted like no well, into that, our computers that one with twitter and stuff wasn't but like nobody was race. like nobody was you know spewing racist hate toward i mean i'm sure it was out there yeah but yeah. not on the level of it is today no, now no, it's no. like making headlines 
and it's like what like why this one i like you've all decided to mobilize but you know what weirds <laughs> one me day. out about it is the timing of everything why today i mean ha- has has leslie jones been inundated with racist bullshit about ghostbusters since i think it, it was the incest since they, she was cast i think or? it was just she decided she had enough of it and started tweeting about it and i think what happened too was that she tried to uh she tried to get all that shit taken down or something like that and twitter was like no and but uh. but then because I, like i saw a thing where where some like taylor swift wanted something taken down off and they were like oh right away yeah and i don't uh. know if that speaks to levels of fame or race uh, or whatever but yeah. uh that part of it I, I have no idea um yeah it's crazy it's all pretty gross though man totally yeah man it just fucking bums me right yeah, out it's a, it's a bummer and yeah i uh i i thoroughly enjoyed leslie jones in this because i, I and i've had very little exposure to her because i haven't seen a whole lot of SNL. current snl because the little bits i have seen i'm like not very good yeah. <laughs> uh, I, she's I, except I, for that fred armison stuff I, oh, well, I think you can Boy, go, we can go back in, in See You Next Wednesday history and we can track the evolution of like Casey's, Casey's aggressive she, dislike of her nothing to, uh, oh, funny listen, about her I, to like she's pretty funny actually yeah. I still I still cannot stand her stand up and I do not like her yeah. on Saturday Night Live no. but when I saw her in um, Top 5 yeah. I was like she's oh great. shit she's a great comedic actress mm-hmm. and then seeing her in this I'm like oh she's one of the bright spots of uh, uh, of this, like I will enjoy seeing her popping up yeah. in more, more and more things. She's, um, she's really tall. She's a very large. Jesus, lady. Yeah. Or, I don't yeah. know if they're all just like super short too. <laughs> but I was like, holy shit, she's tall. Well, yeah. I think that uh, I think that's a good lesson for people. You can, uh, you know, I think there. This is totally off the topic, but I think there's a weird like. Uh, pressure on people these days to be so like consistent like if you say one thing and then like yeah. two years later you say something else I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna say you don't yeah. think that and it's like hey man we're humans we evolve but like, all, you can yeah. hate something today if I'm still, right. if I still didn't have... like a re- didn't like remakes a, a really hated the idea of remakes and now you're mm-hmm. a little softer on it yeah because we all grow up and we all have different opinions and we That's change if I still have the same yeah. thoughts yeah. and yeah. opinions that yeah. I had when I was you I know, used to like 22. the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then I went, oh. <laughs> oh okay, well, but that's their fault. They, uh, they made a couple of good there's albums. A, there's there. a little bit of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. So, uh, But, man, yeah, I don't know. Speaking I of I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What you got, Dan Gorman? I had to watch the politically a charged conversation. Oh, yeah. About <laughs> ghost hunters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is an <laughs> asylum picture. Um, released just before um, Ghostbusters came out, directed by Piri Reginald Teo, um, mm, yep. starring a bunch of people you've never seen before unless you are a fan of the Asylum Extended Universe. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Ghost Hunters 2016. Yeah. This is getting 3.3 out of 10 out of uh, on, on IMDb, 124 reviews. So the plot is as follows. When one of their own loses his wife and daughter at the hands of a serial killer, a team of ghost hunters is determined to capture the spirits of the loved ones so their spirits can finally rest in peace. Wait, he's collecting the loved one, the, the ghosts of his loved ones? Yes, kind of. So... I kind of like that. This movie opens with like a like a prologue, a kind of here's something that's happening before the plot, and it's basically there's this jigsaw esque um, killer who's wearing like a gas mask in this extremely spooky house, which looks <laughs> looks about like if you went to a really 
above average to high quality spook house like haunted head like this is like on the level of those youtube videos you see it's like people that have put a lot of work into these and there's little doll parts everywhere and blood on the walls and it looks pretty good but it also looks like a house that you've dusted up and put gross things in yeah they keep cutting to like doll parts hanging from things and and this is supposed to be, I guess, their the, the family's house. And I'm thinking, when did it become so spooky? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this years of spookification that you like? Have you did you live in this haunted park? squalor? <laughs> um, but basically, this jigsaw guy is has a woman tied up into like an old old like wooden rocking chair, like that you'd see at like your grandma's cottage or something. And he's rocking her back and forth, and there's an axe on the like standing on the floor. And he's like, I'm going to rock you in this rocket chair till your face hits that axe. <laughs> <laughs> and it is very not scary. And also kind of, I don't know, you could have come up with something better than just you know, tape yeah, this axe yeah, yeah, to the sure. floor so it's standing up and then you rock me into it. So wow. it's like, kind of like the drinking bird thing. Yes. But with yeah. A, yeah. Or like a, a a vertical pit in the pendulum with no pit or pendulum. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, no pit and you're the pendulum. Yeah. So he kills her by slam- slamming her into it, I guess. Her face gets into the axe. You don't really see it. Great. And then he goes after this kid that's like chained up in the corner and then it cuts to Ghost Hunters. We cut to a funeral. Uh-huh. The main character, Henry... I guess, a paranormal investigator who lost his wife, Martha, and daughter, Gabby. (laughs) Those are the people that were murdered at the beginning. So we cut to their funeral. And he's like this serial killer dude, Night Stalker. He likes torturing and killing his victims. Um, This this guy just did this to my wife, and, you know, we got to go back to the house. And there's this really hilarious conversation where they do that. A great asylum thing where you know they can throw as many plot points into these dialogue that they need so he goes he says something along the lines of you know i built this ghost capturing machine and now's the perfect time to use it (laughs) 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 just cold cocks you in the face with this you know i've got that machine that turns ghosts into ectoplasm we need to go use it on my dead wife and kid now <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know, we got to capture him and turn him into ectoplasm so I can save their souls or something. Oh, that's amazing. Because he, see, the thing is, he doesn't want their souls hanging around in that murder house. Yeah, because he's trying to get laid. Like, I need some me like, time. Yeah, yeah dumb ghost, get yeah. out of here. So, take all your dull parts with you. Yeah. So that <laughs> so he asks his friend Neil to help out with that, and Neil has a girlfriend named Amy who's a reporter. Um, and then there's a programmer named Jessica who's going to come along and help like program the computers in the haunted house. <laughs> and then uh, some guy named Devin. Devin. I don't remember why he was in interesting. He was just along for the ride. Sure. So they go and they, they go to this house and they use these like Victorian steampunk goggles that just look like they went to a high-end... Um, costume store that rents to movies and you know those like in like the old move like movies that like i feel like the rennie harlan sherlock holmes movies would have had these where it's like the little goggles and then the little things that all there's like five of them that flay up on the front with little magnifying glasses on them and you can like put any combination of colors it's like an old old eye doctors thing but steampunkified yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so they they use those to look for ghosts (laughs) 
<laughs> and then like, <laughs> like she's and but when it cuts to them I looking, I need more blue. Yeah, when they see this, when they cut to them looking through it, it's like staticky, and there's all these little digital numbers floating around and stuff. It's oh, like yeah. a filter in After Effects. I'm like, yeah, this like piece of glass is doing that too. <laughs> um, so it's all checking out. Um, and eventually they see some like spooky ghosts that would look like a spooky ghost you would see in the conjuring eight conjurer harder or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, they, they bicker a lot. Um, Amy starts to get psychic abilities every time this machine that they have that is, is being used. And she starts getting these what? flashes to how night stalker killed people. Well, that's convenient. And then, mm-hmm. They start seeing, like, the daughter, and she's walking around doing the, like, long-haired, well, I see you thing. It's like, I don't know. Wait, what? Like, what? Just, like, walking around and then, like, turning around real quick. Ah! <laughs> like in in these movies. The old yeah. long hair, I see you. Yeah, long hair. I see you back there. <laughs> <laughs> Mouth opens up or whatever. I don't entirely know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think it, listen, I think it's all mouth. wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> now the daughter's a real long hair wide mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So all of this is very boring. Yeah. From that opening scene where they're talking about the ghost machine and stuff, I thought this is going to be a hoot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it is at the level of which all of these asylum movies have reached, which I feel like is a blessing and a detriment that these movies look okay they look like better than they used to yeah they can shoot a movie real quick and make it look all right now yeah. right. but at the same time it's boring as shit they're yeah. just walking around and fucking the scares are some of the least scariest scares that ever scared uh. <laughs> the ouija movie was scarier than this yeah uh and that movie's not very good um and there's just and it's just so like for a movie that you think should be not convoluted ghost hunters we're gonna go hunt some ghosts it's just this so much is going on and they're always talking and it's always dumb and it always doesn't make sense and they're just it's so boring (laughs) it was so boring how much do you figure the screenwriter of one of these asylum movies makes i can't believe it's that much but they probably make like more than 830 of them Huh? Maybe. You think they make more than 800 bucks? Sure, sure. It's a, yeah. Or it's like, how many cheese sandwiches can you eat, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, this movie, I was I, I started watching it thinking like what Greg said about his, uh, was it a, which one did you have to watch recently? Uh, uh, it was oh, uh, Independence. Independence's Day. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you know, not the worst movie I've ever seen. But yeah, by sure. the end of it, I was just so like the the script is so awful, so weak. It, it's so checkbox. Here's the things from movies that you want that will rip off wholesale. There's the light switch flip on and off thing from Lights Out, which comes out this week, and oh, there's wow. like a lot of crosses on the wall upside down, like at the room in The Conjuring Two yeah. in the trailers, mm-hmm. and and all this shit. It's just it's it's awful. And it exists in that awful world of it's not stupid enough to, to be That's the worst. awesome. It's, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. The, and the, even though it has softcore porn actors, <laughs> there's no softcore porn element. <laughs> like, and, and it's ghost hunters trying to be Ghostbusters in name alone. This is just a movie about ghosts, and they say we're going to catch their ectoplasm. 
Like there, there's not no point. Does it feel like that part was retrofitted onto a Conjuring ripoff? No, I think it feels like it's a Roger Corman thing. Where I feel like somebody at Asylum said, "You need to make a movie called Ghost Hunters. It has to have ghosts in it. It has to look like you know." These kind of spooky yeah. movies that are out. Clearance for you to say ectoplasm. Yeah, just say <laughs> ectoplasm, and, and at some point you yeah. have to have a thing that like catches ghosts. They have like a gun that they carry around, and like it, it's like I guess it's kind of like a gun that shoots a thing that that they'll <laughs> catch the ghosts with. Kind Great. of like it's not a proton pack, but it uh-huh. looks dumb, right? And they rarely use it. And then it turns out that the main character who lost his wife and daughter. Um, is the night is stalker? the night stalker? Oh. and he turns on everybody, and then eventually the movie ended. Yeah, it it it. This is a movie that threatens to become interesting, but never does. Yeah. Um. Great. Yeah. Oh, at, at one point, a guy uh, gets murdered by a ghost because the ghost uses his car exhaust. To kill him, <laughs> as ghosts are known to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Banana in the tailpipe. Yeah, yeah, great. That's it. So, uh, Ghost Hunter, Ghost Hunters. I can't imagine that you should watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm not ever going to. What you are going to do is talk about to an album. Interesting. Yeah, so I am. Casey, yeah. why don't you tell us what you uh, what you gave us and why? Yeah. Uh, well, I gave you uh, in a long line of um, sort of pseudo industrial, dancey kind of stuff, uh, which started with Jesus Jones and then uh, was taken over by EMF. Yep. And now KMFDM, which yep. by the way stands for Kill Motherfucking Dungeon Master. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, what I always thought that they were came FDM because I never really listened to them that much uh, was like a uh, dancey like what like how Ministry was dancey when they first started. Yeah, uh, you know how every day is Halloween. You're not or whatever. not entirely wrong. I'm not entirely wrong, but this then I went and especially... researched a little bit more, uh, yeah. and and they were a little harder edged, uh, like yeah. like later uh, Ministry uh, because uh, there's that song uh, Drug, Drug Against War. Well, that's they went on tour with Ministry, and uh, then right. they did. Uh, they all mags and they're like, oh, we're yeah, us now. too. Yeah. Now yeah. that uh, Drag Against War song, uh, that's uh, that song's not very good. It's I like, like that. I like that song. Uh, uh, it's uh, th- there's that that little uh, break riff that goes, yeah. That where I'm like, that's spooky. Yeah, yeah. I liked <laughs> it uh, when it came out. I was in high school and it had a fucking. The video was uh, all animation. Uh, based on their uh, pretty cool album covers. Yeah, which would be dope. But, yeah, uh, and it is just like a fucking f- like fast metal riff over a very quick drum beat, and then yeah. eventually... <laughs> that's spooky. And I'm like, yeah, all right. So you gave us Symbols. I gave you yeah. Symbols. 1997. Which is 1997, which is, you know, the bloom is off the rose at this point. Yes. <laughs> uh, and The weird place to jump into this band. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Um, you said that that one song's not very good. Yeah. All the songs on this album, not very good. Also not very good. <laughs> oh, yeah. so they're going for like a theme. They're going for yeah, a thing yeah, where yeah. their songs aren't very yeah. good. Now, here's uh, the thing. This this is an especially dancey album. Yes. Uh, from from what I can tell. I, don't, I haven't heard any of their other stuff or I haven't even heard that song you're talking Let about. Let me tell you, I was like, I don't want to come off completely uneducated here. Yeah. I've heard... At least most of the angst album that yeah. Drug Against War is from, right. someone gave it to me. I don't remember who, but somebody was like, do you want this? And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not very good. I wasn't super into it. And it always just felt like 
ministry light. Yeah. Ministry yeah. junior. Yeah. Ministry yeah. If ministry two. didn't understand it. Like uh, my life with the thrill kill cult sure. or something like that. Ministry yeah, 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 me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so I went back to, uh, I also listened, I listened to two KMFDM. Oh, okay. Wow. Putting I work. listened to 1990s Naive. Okay, which is so a little earlier. They're critically acclaimed. Yeah. Kind of breakout album. So was that good? I wanted to like. Well, I was like, what? Am, what's going on here? Because this album. Okay, so the album that we listened to, Symbols, very dancey, but in like a really lame, yeah. dated way. This and is there's... 1997, so Prodigy is going on. Right. Chemical Brothers yeah. is going on. <laughs> Electronic music has really evolved into something interesting, and yes. KMFDM is just like. Doosh, 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 yeah, doosh. saying this like really old tired house beat, really douching it, up. and a guy yeah. just like uh, like okay, play the house beat. Now I will say creepy things. Yeah, you know, and then hey, once in a the while, government somebody is terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, rich people. And, and am there's... I right? <laughs> <laughs> this next song is called "Get a Load of the Government." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at the, these fucking guys. These clowns. Doosh, why are doosh, they holding a cab driver? I, know, I don't know why he went into the Croatian the cab driver. <laughs> Life, is, Life short. is short. Life is short. Yeah, and soon it will be over. <laughs> Somebody needs to take a KMFTM song and <laughs> sample that on top of it. Oh, God, that would be the greatest thing in the world. Uh, yeah, and, and there's very little hybrid stuff going on here. Yeah. There's not a lot of like, yeah, we got that beat, and then I'm going to go, they stopped trying to ministry things up because yeah. I, I guess they realized they weren't good at that. Yeah, and and I didn't even think of the fact that something like Chemical Brothers is around at this point. This is, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it most, feels like they're trying to kind know, of lean into, but it's the lamest, yeah. tiredest. Like, I don't know how they didn't bore themselves to fucking death making this I record. Know. So, I listened to 1990s Naive. Yeah. And I'm like even more astonished. Because it's good? With symbols. No, it's not, well, listen, it's not, it's not bad. I get it. Yeah. That album, I get. And this, I understand yeah. why this band has fans, uh, why they were allowed to keep making records. Uh, but what's crazy is they were using that same house beat. Back then? Back then. And <laughs> so in 1990, using a house beat with uh, with industrial Was sensibilities and bass lines, heavy bass lines, yeah. and anti-government, anti uh, uh uh, class lyrics yeah. going on. There's some interesting shit there. It's not really my thing. It was the area of industrial I was never really into. But they, how- they, 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 there's dynamics. They go from using the house beats to using like kind of rudimentary uh, hip hop beats. So they're throwing in a lot of like cut and paste things, and I yeah. feel like they kind of mean it. Yeah. And there's a little bit of mystique and energy to that record, and it totally makes sense. So I don't understand why in 1997 they're like that house beat. One more time, you know. <laughs> Where are they from? <laughs> they're German. Where do you think they're from? <laughs> they're German, and not. I just can't bring myself yeah. to fully commit to like, just making a mockery of a culture. So I'm just doing so a, a generic voice of yeah. something. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, so boring. Oh, it's a boring it's record. Boring. It is really boring. It's so boring. Once Painfully you've heard the, t- once you've heard two songs, it's just yeah. <laughs> 
or whatever the fuck. Or just Is that what house music is? Is how you keep talking about the house? No, it's not. I really understood what house music was. House music isn't douche douche douche. Is it all that kind of like shitty? Well, it depends on a lot of snare work and shit. It depends because there's so many different worlds of house. Kind of like this sort of basic. The basic beat you hear the most on this, and a little better than the 1990 album. Is the thing closest to original Chicago house yeah. music? So it is a bit of what you're thinking, Casey, which is like a lot of douche, 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 yeah. douche. Ns, 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 yeah, ns. yeah, that thing. And then ns. like, yeah, a lot ns, of four, four. Ns, it's ns, all four, ns, four. Government. Yeah, <laughs> rich people. <laughs> ns, 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 yeah, ns, it's flower it's, shirt. And it's and, and it's hard because, like, you, as somebody that that does listen to some house. Mm-hmm. More modern stuff. Sure, this is not like interesting in any way. No, it's it's, it's <laughs> and I, I they sound like they're like, um, oh, I don't know what else. Yeah, they've got like a thing and they've pressed a button on yeah. it and it had the house. This is lazy, boring <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, yeah. This is a band that just has no ideas. Yeah, we're all done. They really they've used them the all up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, I got to give you guys an album. Yes. And do. I had something picked, and I got a late. Uh, recommendation from a friend of the show. Oh, so I, you know, I've been listening to a lot of hip hop again. I go through these phases yes, where yes. I need to find all the hip hop I've never heard of. Yeah. And so, a uh, friend of the show, Matt Colley, oh. recognized this. Yes. And so I had, in the vein of, I've been listening to a lot of hip hop. I'm going to find something to give these guys in the genre. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And uh, I, it was brought to my attention, and uh, I don't know how I hadn't thought of this, but he said, you know, this album exists. And this is totally outside of the world of hip hop, and it's in the world of the OC. Oh, <laughs> oh so um, Peter Gallagher, Sandy Eyebrows has an album called Seven Days in Memphis." Get out of town! <laughs> yeah, really. What and, instrument and, does his eyebrows play? <laughs> <laughs> and there's one like a plays video. Tambourine. There's the a video with the other one. Steel. Bitches about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Kevin. <laughs> There's One like, of his eyebrows is named Kevin. I think it was around the time of the OC because there's like a video with like some of the people from OC are in the video. It's like I'm excited for you guys to tell no. me about this, and I, I hope it you I hope it's findable. Mm. Because this I, there's like one right. song on YouTube. We'll have yeah, to okay. we'll have to do some digging. Track it down. Yeah. <laughs> Seven days I'm in Memphis. Uh-huh. Peter Sandy Eyes Gallagher. <laughs> Sandy Eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Great. So I, I can't wait That's to hear interesting. Hear that. Yeah. <laughs> um, now we we roll right. So we got Star Trek coming out this week. Uh, what's this one called? Star Trek Beyond. Uh, Beyond. And we're Let's hoping it, it rebounds off of the uh, disappointing, and very darkness, disappointing, the thoroughly awful film yeah garbage that movie made me mad and we thought let's do let's do a little bit of a theme here let's do mm-hmm. a little pair up and we picked a, a classic yeah classic star trek film <laughs> yeah which one loser. uh final frontier yeah um is it a bad movie? <laughs> I've seen it. Uh, Casey, I've, I have I've seen not. it more than once because I quite love Star Trek, but yeah. it's a bad, boring, remarkably unfunny movie that tries to make a lot of jokes. Uh, yeah, just garbage. So for you guys, it'll be very, very difficult to watch <laughs> being not 
big star Star Trek dudes and yeah. not have, having not seen all of the movies. Totally. And for me, I don't want to watch that one again. Yeah. yeah. I really don't want to watch that one again. And I want, I'm want. i sort of curious about uh, Beyond. I think it looks better. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, hey, th- third movie, finally yeah. going to space. <laughs> Fucking yeah. hey, man, get onto it. Uh, we're, sometimes we're slow starters, so we'll see what happens. Greg's going to roll. I'm going to go first. Right, right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. All Let's right. go. Star Trek versus Star Trek. That's a zero. Oh, oh my. Fucking fuck. I thought, now I thought you said you didn't want to see it. <laughs> oh, Jesus All right, Christ. I'm rolling. Come on, man. I've seen this thing. Oh, oh I don't know. I got to roll again. There was Real a zero good. in there. That's a four. That's God, come on, man. Oh, that's a that zero. That's a zero. <laughs> oh, you guys are re-rolling and I'm free. Okay. Yeah. All right. Greg and Casey, you added again. That's a six. That's a solid Casey six. Casey has to beat a six. And he did it's not. It's a two. Hey, Greg, no. narrowly right. avoided. Back, baby. Well, narrowly if I'm being avoided. completely honest, I'm as interested to see uh, whatever the fuck the yeah. old one is as I am to see the <laughs> no, new one. You're not so. going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm curious to hear your critique on it. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I can I can like a, a Star Trek movie. There's been a couple that I've yeah. I feel like this is not the one. This, is, I've been this for. is not the one. No. no. The very awesome. worst one. And yeah. I know the TNG cast had some bad ones. But again, the worst of them are just like kind of like either just really long episodes that aren't great or whatever. Yeah. Like this is a particularly like, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I think. Are you Star Trek the fans? What's the worst? Yeah, let us one. know. I think particularly for people who aren't like big into Trek, this is the worst thing they could watch. Yeah. All right. For for us people who don't call it Trek. Yeah. For us non-Trekkies. Well, yeah. Um, Your lives are empty. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it is time for another freshly squeezed episode of Orange You Glad. It's the OC. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, I watched... <laughs> Are you a dog who's calling me a bitch? Maybe. You're like that dog that learned how to say I love you, but you learned how to say bitch. (laughs) 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 He's things he's It sounds like he's saying bitch. (laughs) You're a dog uh, owned by a man who just went through a rough breakup, and he's really mad at, like, Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, oh, I don't know, Jessica. (laughs) Um, Okay. I'm going to teach him how to say Jessica next. Yeah. So we are watching the OC one yeah. episode at a time, one right. host at a time, and describing what happened on the episode to each other. So I watched episode number seven. It is called The Escape. Um, mm-hmm. So this episode is about Ryan, Seth, Marissa, and Summer. And let me tell you, I got really excited at the beginning of this episode because uh, it is revealed very early that this is an episode about... Where them, something happened. Yeah, about yeah. them <laughs> planning a trip to Tijuana. Oh. oh. And they keep calling it the TJ. Right. I'm sorry, what? I think they keep calling it the TJ. Okay, somebody has to die real quick. <laughs> um, so the, uh, the, the the show opens with Seth, and he's convincing dirty old Ryan mm-hmm. to come to the TJ, Tijuana. Um, DLR and and we're in the OC. Let's go to the TJ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm a DB. <laughs> and Seth also is like he he's got to convince Sandy Eyebrows that they're going somewhere else because he right. will, he would not approve of he the TJ. Care for Tijuana. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So he's like, we're going to Comic Con instead. <laughs> and Sandy buys it. Right. Sorry, uh, CC. Yeah. yeah. See, we're going to CC. Yeah. Going uh, CC, not TJ. <laughs> so Ryan, um, at this point. 
in the show is trying to uh, let everyone know that he's over Marissa. Oh. Because of what happened in the previous episode. I don't believe him. Neither does Seth. Uh, Let's hear him out. Yeah. All right. Um, sure. Yeah. So Mar- he, on. Yeah. Seth doesn't believe that Ryan's yeah, over yeah. Marissa. He's like, I now I bang uh, grandmas. <laughs> That's my thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we cut to Marissa and Summer, and they're talking, and Marissa reveals about how she lost her virginity to Luke. Ah. Uh. There was a definite, yeah. Okay. yeah. She reveals how? Yeah. <laughs> I think I extrapolate. So, yeah. I've got the P win in the V. Yeah. <laughs> in the TJ? <laughs> <laughs> Down in the old TJ, the P win in the V. Yeah. Um, and that's how we do things in the OCP. Yeah. Jimmy, I guess, is struggling because he doesn't have a place to live Whoa. right now. Who? Jimmy. Also, uh, who? Uh, I don't remember, but I wrote down Jimmy. Jimmy. Who doesn't have a place to live? <laughs> Sounds like Jimmy. Why? Uh, I wrote that he's tr- trying to find a place to live. Um, he's talking to Marissa about have we it. Have met Jimmy so before? Is, is he Jimmy? New? But uh, goes to see Kirsten for help. How old is Jimmy? Who's Kirsten? Is Jimmy a grown-up? Jimmy is, uh, is Jimmy Tate Donovan? Donovan. Tate Donovan. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yes. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. You said Kirsten, and I'm like, wait, I think that's mom, lady. Yeah. Yes. That's mom. Divorce. Do, yeah. Yeah. J- Jimmy. Because, um, oh, he's divorced. Jimmy Tate. Yeah. Jimmy is uh, <laughs> told by Kirsten. Oh, yeah. Katie Jim. That yeah. he needs to tell uh, Marissa and Caitlin. About how that divorce is happening. Yeah. And he doesn't want to because he's like, I can't do it to them. It's going to let them down. Yeah. So th- Marissa, this comes into play later when they go to TJ, this whole divorce thing. Right. Okay. So Marissa is going on this trip and she does not know that Jimmy is getting divorced. Who's going to TJ? Seth, Seth. Ryan, Marissa, and Summer. So uh, I'll get to the point where how why are they all going together? Because they want to. Some of them don't know yet that they're all going together. Okay. Yeah, because Summer right. doesn't even know who Seth is, yeah. basically. No, no, she kissed him. Yeah, no, she kissed Oh, him. yeah, yeah, she kissed him because we'll he's get to that. Uh, yeah, yeah. stalker. Yeah. So thanks for all these here's bankers. The here's the thing. I, I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to get into, like, oh, let's let's judge someone by right. how they look or whatever, yeah. but I don't believe the Seth and Summer thing. Yeah. I just don't... Because he's a little turd and she's got cans. Like, uh, I don't know. She has this, like, 2000s thing going on. It's like music video 2000s actress thing going on. And I'm just like... No, man. (laughs) She's not a believable actress at all. No, no, no. Because you guys were talking about her and I was thinking, like, that's kind of mean. And then I saw this episode and I was like, no, no, she's awful. I feel like nobody could have... I I don't think you could have chemistry with her because i don't think she understands what's going on at any given moment yeah yeah, yeah. so marissa and luke yeah they, they, they're making out luke's <clears throat> not going to tj no all right uh actually i think everybody is going to tj yeah like in general the whole like school has decided this is the thing that we do at the end of summer oh, every okay. all these people go up all the rich people go to tj for like a big blast at the end oh, of summer all the poor people go to tj max yeah <laughs> <laughs> for slacks <laughs> not blast <laughs> um, i just go to look at the slacks yeah <laughs> can't buy them. them yeah that weirdly that's why i go to tijuana yeah, you know, because Marissa and Luke, they're they're having this kind of a fling thing going on, and they're talking about Mexico. They're like, oh, you, like she's unsure about going to Mexico, and Luke is like, come on, it'll be fun. 
<laughs> you won't have <laughs> to go look at the flag. Was he shot again? <laughs> but he's constantly dying of a Yeah, tell my story. But Marissa, she's kind <laughs> of Take me to Tijuana <laughs> to die. Marissa There's has an idea. Marissa has an idea about the divorce. Uh-huh. So, like, she knows that something's going on, but she doesn't have confirmation. Right. And uh, Jimmy, he's like, can't can't break these kids down like that Jay. by telling them. So they we, we end up going to the Lobster Shack. Yeah. Um, and Seth and Ryan are there Is discussing. Is the Lobster Shack going to be the new Peach Pit? I think, I think yes, so. absolutely. Yeah. Dope. <laughs> yeah. So Seth, <laughs> Seth and Ryan are there, and they're talking about how, like, Seth is into summer and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, like... Uh, Marissa shows up and uh, her and Ryan have like a real like tough conversation where they're like oh hey hey how's it going oh I'm fine (laughs) yeah bitch (laughs) sorry I brought my dog (laughs) (laughs) no dogs in a lobster sack please Uh, right we just end right there yeah (laughs) and Summer's like I'm out of here I'm gonna go sit with uh (laughs) No, um, Marissa's like, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going to go sit down with Summer, Luke, uh, and Holly. Uh, and then Summer makes a crack like, when we go to TJ, are we going to have to see a real donkey show or something? And everyone laughs at her. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. Like, bah, you idiot. That's the way that that scene ends. <laughs> okay. With them being like, you you idiot. Like, real mean. <laughs> so the, the, the C plot to this episode... She means a show where a where donkey a pers- fucks yeah. a lady, right? Yes, yeah. Or a dude. I don't want to. I don't want to. Listen, what, show sta- what happens in the TJ stays in the TJ. <laughs> but she says it like in that kind of like, are we gonna have to go see like like the ditzy kind of like why are you like d- doesn't know what she's talking about kind of thing like oh do we have to go because that's a thing that happens in Tijuana kind of thing yeah. uh, <laughs> like. It's brought up as, do we have to do that thing that's like, I guess, a cliche? Right. Well, it's in the it's in the movie Losing It with Tom Hanks. It's like what the in the movie Losing Tom It. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah, all right. They go to Tijuana and yeah. they're like and there's getting a into all the like banging, people. going to Tijuana, <laughs> gonna watch a donkey fuck a lady. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's my favorite Jimmy Buffett song. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna eat a cheeseburger while I watch this donkey fuck later. Where my donkey heads at? <laughs> so the the C plot to this episode is that Sandy kind of runs into this old law firm colleague uh, named Rachel, and they like have some banter, and she like is trying to kind of get him a new job. And uh, Sandy Eyebrows's wife is kind of like, "What's going on here with this lady?" Uh-huh. Um. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I gave a hundred thousand dollars to uh, my ex boyfriend, but yeah. Well, Sandy um, has taken Jimmy's case on as as a law firm dude. Yeah. Yes, so, right. Um, Marissa then explains to Summer about how she can't go to Mexico. It's not you know not going to happen. <clears throat> and then um, Holly's trying to seduce Luke a lot. Ooh. This episode, mm-hmm. Seth overhears Marissa's conversation with Summer. Uh, about how she doesn't have a ride to Mexico, and he's like, "Hey, hop in the old uh, the old van with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go down to the TJ. Um, <clears throat> Take a look at the donkeys." Yeah. yeah. So Marissa doesn't want to go to uh, the TJ, but Jimmy, he's like, "You know what? I'm going to be busy this weekend. You should go. Busy with divorce stuff, I bet." Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. bet. So she leaves to pack, and um, 
and she packs up and she goes to her to get her ride with Summer. And she's like, how'd you get us a ride? Like, who are we going with? And she's like, uh, and then the doors open and it's Seth and Ryan. Uh-huh. And uh, Marissa's like, oh, God, because she doesn't want to hang out with 30-year-old Ryan because they've got this tension about how... Because he was too late. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So there's more stuff with Jimmy, and he talks to his wife about how he's not going to tell Marissa because he doesn't want to disappoint her Mm -hmm. about the divorce. And Mm -hmm. then Kirsten says, if you don't tell her, I'm going to leave. And if you tell her, I'm going to leave. I'm leaving no matter what. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's quite an ultimatum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to make a decision. So this is where the the, the episode gets a little wonky. <clears throat> so they're in the car, and Ryan and Marissa are ignoring each other, and Seth and Summer right. are arguing very loudly. They get into a bunch of arguments. Summer's not happy that Seth has Death Cab for Cutie on the radio, and he's like, don't you disrespect Death Cab. We're trying to sell their records. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they get into this big argument, and he's like... He makes a, a crack about how he's like going to pull over to drop, uh, drop her off, drop Summer off. He's like, "Get yeah. out! You're going to walk then, or whatever." And he goes to pull over, and she's like, "No!" And they start grabbing the wheel, and they're uh-huh. like swerving around the road and shit, and they drive off the road and crash. And then they really they, they hard cut to them like showing up at a really sleazy motel like their car is totaled and they have to like go book some garbage side of the road motel and there's like a joke referring to how they got there through hitchhiking on like a chicken coop truck because they're like if you want to hitchhike back you can do it and they're like i'm not getting it back on that truck with those chickens and like pull a little feather out of their hair and they go like what get out of here tv show is this now (laughs) and it turns out that on the truck seth put on a little show with one of the chickens So they're at this sleazy hotel, and they're like, what are we going to hey, do? Listen, I can't promise you a donkey show, but <laughs> I will totally fuck one of these chickens. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I'm fucking one of these chickens. You can watch or you cannot watch. Yeah. <laughs> but it's happening. Yeah. So. <laughs> the show must go on. Um, so there's more stuff with Sandy and the Rachel lady, and, and, and Rachel's really trying to get him to do this, like, new job, and she sends him, like, a gift of, like, a surfboard or something. And and his wife Kirsten's like, like why why are you getting gifts from some lady, uh-huh. you weirdo? Yeah. So then we cut back to Marissa and Ryan, and they're fighting about uh, how Ry- Dirty Ryan was being dirty old Ryan with that lady uh, yeah, after oh, Marissa, grandpa girlfriend, yeah, yeah. Gabrielle, <laughs> dirty old Ryan, and that dirty old lady. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I was only with her because. Because you were with Luke. Yeah. And she's like, do you ever wonder why I went looking for you in the first place and ended up, like, stumbling upon you? And so he's like, yeah, why? And then she's like, never mind, man. Yeah. Too late. You don't know. I already put a P in my V. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't your P. Yeah. Yeah, this is a 1PV. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a 1VP. Yeah. <laughs> That's how exactly how yeah. it works. Uh, and then we cut back to get Seth. A PVR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Record all your shows. <laughs> what are we talking about again? Um, well, there's no PVR in this Gunji yeah. hotel. Um, Seth and Summer are arguing about who gets the bed because it's like it's a motel room with like um, a gross bed and then like a couch. And yeah. the couch is even more gnarly than the gross bed. Uh-huh. And then eventually they're like, fine, we'll share, but don't try anything funny. Yeah. Uh, finally, Jimmy gets in touch with Marissa at this hotel, and he he tells her about the divorce over the phone. 
He's like, well, I've been waiting way. for the right moment. Yeah. Are you in a filthy hotel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. With a uh, strange boy who might yeah. put his pee in your V? Yeah. So Marissa comes after On the- On your uh, way to see a donkey have sex with a yeah. lady? <laughs> so Marissa- Because this <laughs> is how I always imagine this going down. <laughs> yeah. Marissa comes into the hotel. I'm a terrific father. <laughs> This phone call causes her to cry. Uh-huh. No uh, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and she lays on the bed next to Ryan. It's like, uh-oh. Oh. So the next day, the two of them wake up, and they've, like, I guess throughout the night, like, turned into, like, a spoon position. And then mm-hmm. they're, like, yeah. holding hands. They wake up, and they're like, mm-hmm. And then uh, Marissa tells Ryan that she doesn't want to go home. And so she goes to take a shower while Seth and Summer are eating breakfast together. And Seth um, is like, Seth is talking to her about that kiss. So he's mm-hmm. like, what was up with that kiss? And she's like totally skirting around the issue. Yeah. And then she threatens him with the fork. She's like, I'll get you with this fork or something. It's just <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And then um, they all decide that Tijuana will cheer Marissa up. So they, they go end up continuing on to Tijuana. So they arrive there and uh, they go to like a fucking one of the. I think it was Marissa or no, maybe it's Summer because they get there and they're like, what do you want to do? And Summer's like, I'm going to like get some illegal medicine because they got shit here you can't get home. And Seth is uh, like, sorry, what? Uh, Who's going to get illegal drugs? And illegal medicine? Kind of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, do, they, do they say medicine? Yeah, they're like, I'm going to go get some pills. <laughs> like. Like, they're talking about, you know, the Mexican versions of the over-the-counter stuff, like yeah. Tylenol 3s and shit yeah. that you can't... Yeah. Mexican Robitussin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go get some Mexican Tums. Yeah. San- <laughs> Sandy and Rachel still more of this stuff where she's convincing him to take the job. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He's saying no. Um, and she's like, clock's ticking. This is a really boring subplot. So Jimmy and Kirsten are fixing up the apartment, and he asks her if she ever wonders what life would be like if they'd finally ended up together instead of getting a divorce. Oh my! Oh no, no, no! This is um, this is Sandy's wife and divorce dude, right? Yeah. So Jimmy and Kirsten, yeah, and and so yeah. he's like, "What if we ever got together like when we were in high school?" And then he, they kiss. Oh, oh no! Yeah, coming. I knew and, it. And Kirsten's like, "No, man, no, we can't do this." And then she leaves, and he's all apologetic. She's like, "I'm out of here, man." No He's dice. just got no sense of timing. No. So telling his daughter about the divorce while she's in a CD motel on her way to Tijuana. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, and I'll he's make like, out with you. Hey, teenage uh, relationship. Now that I'm uh, yeah. branded a thief, my life is falling apart. Yeah. You Let's want some out. of this? Now yeah. that I've stolen you, $4 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, thanks for that 100 grand. You want my pee? Yeah. <laughs> in your pee? No, thanks yeah. for the 100 grand. I got no money. Yeah. Here's how I plan to repay. Yeah. yeah. I'll put so, things in your pee and or be. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of, like there's a big do ch- some light yard work <laughs> which by the way is what I call butt stuff yeah <laughs> there's a big part of this episode that takes place at this club and so we we show up at the club before Seth Ryan Marissa and Summer get to this club Holly is there and she's like seducing Luke again uh-huh. and Holly and, is Greg's daughter I don't know man okay mm. It doesn't matter. I think, but it's the lady that she. I think yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. So she's like, Marissa's not here, Luke. You know, let's get it on. And then Seth, Summer, Ryan, and Marissa show up, 
and they start mm. drinking and Holly and Luke are like making out on the dance floor and Marissa ends up like seeing them mm-hmm. and she goes over and just like starts giving them a piece of their mind and then Holly gets real real with Marissa she's like everybody knows that Luke is like a hoe and like he sleeps around and like everybody knows it but you and you're so naive how could you not know that mm. he's like a slut and nobody cares everyone understands or whatever and she and mm. Marissa's like oh my god and then Summer, uh, Luke. Summer like gets into kind of like a fight with Holly, and Seth pulls her away. Uh, Luke tries to go after Marissa, and then Ryan's like, "Not happening, bro!" and punches him. Oh man, yeah, man, they're getting a big kerfuffle here. Yeah, uh, and the three of them leave because Marissa, um, Marissa ran off. So they're like, "Oh shit!" Marissa's like now lost in Tijuana, super pissed off, and we just got in a fist fight in a bar. Um. So <clears throat> Summer ends up finding Marissa back at the um, back of the hotel. She's crying mm-hmm. about how she can't go home. Mm-hmm. She has nobody and all that stuff. Um, so Summer goes to grab her stuff in the washroom, and Marissa sees like painkillers that Summer bought uh-huh. at the Mexican uh, place, and she takes them <laughs> <Mexico>. and leaves. <laughs> yeah, that Mexican place, Mexico. <laughs> That's my nickname for Mexico. <laughs> Mexican place. The Mexican place. You know, they got like Shopper's Drug Mart there, I assume. <laughs> What's that place where they have all those Mexicans? Yeah. Mexico. Um, so Summer leaves the room for a minute, and then Marissa takes all those painkillers and, and fucks off until it's like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Um, she takes a bunch of painkillers like... Like grabs them and leaves. Oh, oh she, not oh, okay. like she gum, 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 not yeah. yet. Like I no, thought no, she was trying. To... Not yet. <laughs> but she takes she she grabs them with that in mind. Uh huh. Oh. Yeah. To take all of them, or do you just take some of them? She seems at the end of her rope, time. and it is implied that she's going to go kill herself. Oh right. my god. Um. So Sandy, uh, we cut back to him and talking about how he's going to take that job and blah blah blah. It's boring. Uh, so Marissa takes those painkillers and, and goes to a bar and she starts taking, ingesting some of them, let's Mm -hmm. say with alcohol and she's starting to like get all fady and she's like seeing these like sketchy Mexican stereotypes in the corner, looking at her all sketchy, like they're going to come attack her. Mm -hmm. She's trying to stay awake and she starts like running away. She runs out of the bar and she's in the crowd and it's all like woozy and there's like crazy music and shit. Um, so she runs out she really shouldn't have gone to that bar and roofied herself yeah (laughs) that was mistake number one so she finally uh, gets through the crowd there's a big scene where she's like all dizzy and it's all trippy and stuff and she falls into a uh, alleyway and collapses and then Ryan, Seth and Summer find her she is totally unconscious and uh, Summer starts to cry and then Ryan's trying to wake Marissa up and she's not waking up like Uh, oh my god this is getting serious and then like he picks her up and like we cut to this like epic overhead shot of him like like hero shot picking up this person who's probably dying and everybody's in shock and then it cuts to black oh she could be be dead man I'm assuming she's dead you think that show I have to assume so and she probably lives out the rest of the series as a ghost. Oh, the ghost. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. So yeah. that's the episode. It it starts good, and then it got really boring. But then when they finally yeah, yeah. get... I was like, they're not going to get to Tijuana. This is going to be a... This is going to suck. But then yeah. when they finally get there, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, fair enough. There's a fist fight. Somebody yep. might have died. Yep. Somebody tried to kill themselves by overdosing on Mexican painkillers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, they got something for everyone. Great. Yeah. Wonderful. 
Yep. Uh, Casey's up next. Yeah. Mu- so music this yeah, week. Uh, yeah. What you got? We have. What you think? Good day by Lu- Luce. Don't know it. Nope. No idea. A movie script ending by Death Cab for Cutie. No, thank you. Out of Control by Chemical Brothers. It's a great tune. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Ritomo Dioro by Los Cubastecas. Uh, and then another song by them that I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> Going Under by Rockers. Hi-Fi. What? In- Into Dust by Mazzy Star. Uh-huh. And then Space by Something Corporate. Everybody's favorite piano pop punk band oh god <laughs> really yeah uh. so uh i will say this a movie script ending with death cab is a decent song uh it is from their album from when they turned for me yeah uh i will defend the hell out of their first album and yeah. i think they do not get um the credit they deserve oh on i don't those know i feel like they have an enormous amount of praise yeah i think people I like think, their no but fucking minds but i for think that i band. think their uh, i think their uh big fat lead singer got to marry uh zoe de chanel say so yeah, yeah but yeah. when this was come when when they were at this level on the mm-hmm. oc they were the poster boy for like whiny whiny mcwinerson yeah like oh, really? emotional yeah, indie yeah, yeah. rock it I was really... like it was like and and deservedly in some sense, but their first album is really cool, and I don't I I don't hear people defending them in the way that I think they deserve for their first few stuff because they yeah. were like midwestern indie rock, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you could sit them beside Built to Spill and like some yeah. other stuff. They back really in the opened day. a lot of doors for what was going to come for a bunch of years. Yeah. There. yeah, and 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 their drumming on the first album is fucking awesome. There's like yeah. some cool stuff about them. All right. I don't necessarily I know, love this. I, I know one song of theirs. That's literally all I yeah. know. And I don't think I've ever heard them do it. It made me, when I heard... Myos plays it on guitar, and it's yeah. very pretty. It made me want to be like, I'm picking that. But I love the Chemical Brothers, and Out of yeah. Control's awesome, and that's yeah. obviously the best song on here. All right. What's the worst song? Uh, probably whatever something corporate pooped out onto a piano. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Space. Space. How does space go? Casey. <laughs> Sorry. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm the a piano of... band. I didn't. wasn't expecting that. <laughs> what? Okay. What? Like being... space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, space. It goes space. <laughs> <laughs> what about rockers? Hi-fi. Uh, and their oh. song "Going Under." I thought you said. Oh, what's the band called? Rockers High. I thought the song was called Rockers High Five. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, Rockers High Five. Hey, Rockers High Five. We did it. Yeah. End of this song. Yeah. 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 That's good. We also did it. End of the episode. Yeah. Um, oh, if you have any thoughts about the OC, uh, let us know. Info at modernsuperior.com. Uh, Casey's up next. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he will watch episode eight. And then we will talk about two Star Trek films next week. And we will roll for movies next week and all that good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. Goodbye, Dan. In that Mexico place. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) The old Mexican place. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) Bitch. presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 